They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Dorian Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my brother. What's going on, Sarge? Uh, am I on? Is it working? It's it's working. It's is on. Is my camera working? Your Did camera I disconnect? Is, no, everything's so far looks like it's working. Maybe, well, fingers crossed, chat. Maybe Sarge will stick I, with us this week. I didn't open anything else on the computer. Well, all, all I opened up was this program. Well, that's that's all you need to do each and every single week. Uh, chat, if you're here live, you can uh, you can listen to us right here on YouTube. If you're here for the very first time, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member. Uh, we do have a, a new uh, emote that we just added in. Let me see. It's this one. It's this one right here. How does it does it look? Does it look good? It says do it. Do it. I'm, I'm, I look like I'm the emperor in the hoodie, and it says do it above my head. So we just added that one. It was a request. So <clears throat> what's do it for? That's what the emperor says when he's like, he's like, you ever see that the gif? He's like, do it. Do it. Yeah, from, from Star Wars. You never seen that? You're talking about from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like, do it. Yeah. So we, we, we got that. You're not saying it right. What? Do it. Wait, wait, wait. Do it. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm not, I'm not an actor. Uh, so <clears throat> on today's show, we're going to be talking about lots of different topics. You can. Uh, we're going to be talking about last week, Sarge, we had a show, and then the next day, Marvel's Avengers came out and said they're not supporting the game anymore. It's on life support. Vagoda's calling in. He, he In a couple of months, Marvel's Avengers is, is gone. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't know if they were supporting the game when they were supposed to support the game. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, technically, for two and a half years, they they really haven't supported it very much. I mean, the, the health glitch is still there. Yeah, health glitch is still there. People falling through the floor is still there. Right. Uh, there's a bunch right. of bunch of stuff. Guys, guys stuck on the wall. You can't finish the mission. Type thing. Yeah. That's still got the A poses that happens. Yeah, T poses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, not the T pose. T poses out. Arms out. This is A pose with the down down below. It's the A pose. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Might be an eye pose. We're we're going to be talking about uh, Halo Infinite. There's a couple of different stories here. Uh, we're talking about the rumored Infinite development roadmap unchanged after layoffs. We're going to be talking about how Halo Infinite's campaign DLC reportedly never existed to begin with. Uh, so we're, we're, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Skull and Bones just for a second because it's not supported anymore on PlayStation. PlayStation said uh, we're taking it off the store, uh, so they got rid of that. Uh, we're going to talk about. The Disney Galactic Hotel that for years people were talking about this thing. It opened up last summer or last March. Almost one year later, they can't fill the days over the summer. So they're literally closing for a couple days each week for the summer. And they just slashed the prices by half off. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about this thing called Mutalk. Mutalk? It's this... I don't even know how to describe it, Sarge. It's this thing that you hold up to your face or wrap it around your head like a uh, like a feeder and you talk into it 
Okay, uh, you'll have to see a picture. I, I can't explain it to you. You'll have to see a picture when we talk about it. We're going to talk about Warhammer 40K Dark Tides. We're going to talk about <clears throat> Activision Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard fires a WoW Classic code lead for protesting employee ranking system. So we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about Lord of the Rings Gollum gets another delay, and it's sometime going to happen. Uh, well, the delay's happening, but it's now the release window is April of this year to like. March of next year. <laughs> it's 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 coming out sometime within the next uh, 12 months. Uh, we're going to talk about Microsoft's quarter earnings a little bit. We're going to talk about this cluster F of of a story of FNTastics the day before. Okay, this is that game that was Division. We can just push that toward the back because we all know what it is. Well, it is towards the back, right? Okay. It, it is near the end. Uh, we're going to talk about Hogwarts Legacy. They came out with previews. A lot of people have been getting their hands on the actual game, talking about how good it is, what's in the game. They're talking about the side missions and whatnot. So we'll we'll, we'll dive into Hogwarts Legacy a little bit. And then we're going to talk about the Xbox Bethesda showcase that happened, the developer direct that happened yesterday. They showed five games, Sarge. They showed uh, uh, Minecraft Legends, Redfall, Forza Motorsports, ESO, and a new game called Hi-Fi Rush which I'll talk about a little bit uh, because I played it for about an hour uh, before before the podcast. So we'll talk about that. That's all on today's show, chat. Uh, if you guys like this episode, again, please make sure you share, like, subscribe. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you become a member uh, for a little as 99 cents. Uh, I want to do a shout-out real quick. I don't know if uh, Kuda Papa is here. Uh, Kuda Papa yesterday became a member, and it never popped up because my alerts are broke. So I just want to say thank you for becoming a member yesterday. Sorry, I didn't shout you out yesterday. So, all right. So, let's get to what we've been playing. All right. So, what have you been playing, Sarge? It's been a week. You, you, you've played Division. We know that. Is there another thing? I saw you. I saw you playing something. Maybe you'll talk about it. Let me see what you. Let me see what you got. I don't like the fact that every time I play something, everyone knows that I'm playing. I don't like that. <laughs> well, All right. So the the it, first it thing I I played and I tried multiple times was Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. Now I gave myself the benefit of the doubt. I played it sober. Then I played it drunk. Right. Then I played it on a gummy. I'm like, okay, what am I missing? Why is this game so clunky? Why can't I do a combo on just a basic mid-sized monster? What is my cat doing? If I gave him all the heal potions and he won't heal me, what is my dog doing? All he does is get in the way of my attack. I'm like, what has happened? to this game i played monster hunter world like a crazy person this game doesn't want me to play it it's like hey we got another game for you and i'm like cool right and i start playing and it goes nope you can't do that nope you can't do that nope you can't do that and i'm like what what is happening right i i went on three quests i had 50 minutes to do each quest and if you don't complete it in 50 minutes you fail and it goes back to the main base. You just automatically goes back to the main base. And 
three times. I couldn't do the quest in 50 minutes. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's me. I'll take a break. I'll loosen up. I'll go to the training room, mess around with the button configurations, change the buttons to the buttons I feel more comfortable with, spend another hour changing buttons around, go back in, same thing. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who you want. I don't know why this game doesn't want me to play it. But all that happened was I went and loaded up Monster Hunter World to see if it was me, because maybe I'm out of practice. You know, I haven't played a game in a while. Right. A lot of games, a lot of games are horrible, and I've been vetoing everything, right? Because it's all garbage. So I sat. I right, first 15 minutes, a little rough, a little rough because you forget the buttons combinations and what's going on. And then as soon as I got my rhythm back, like where the button combinations were for Monster Hunter World, I was like, yep, game works fine. Yep. Like, so I don't know what's going on. Me, I, I'll I'll say it's still me. I'll say it's still me. I'll give it one more week and I'll see if the game lets me play it. I I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I also played Rise and I played it for about 50 minutes. Okay. I I didn't even do a whole 50 minutes inside the thing, Sarge. I made my character. I got the dog. I got the owl. I did the tutorial thing. Right. I went on the I, first I spent time. I, went, I spent time. I, I went on the my first guy. mission. I, I got the kill the things, talk to the guy, come back to town, right? And then I went to go play and go get my first hunt. And as I was fighting, I went, yeah, no. I was like, I, I can't. I was like, the, the combat feels clunky to me. And I, I wanted to like it, but I don't know if I was in this right headspace for the game, right? I, I gave it a shot, and I was like, I was like I'm going to put it down. I'm not, I'm not going to play it right now. Uh, unfortunately, I deleted it today. I'm not downloading it again. I'm not going to go back and play it. Uh, I, I'm done with it. Like, I, I looked beautiful. but. I started playing. I went from Rise, and I went, you know what? I'm just going to go play, and you get this, Sarge. I went back to play a game that the last time I played this game was two years ago, and the time before that was three years before that. I played it in 2016 is when I started it on console. Then I played it again in 2020, and now I tried it again, and that was DC Universe Online. Okay. I jumped into DC Universe Online, and I have to say, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. It One, it's not the, like, the combat's clunky, but it, there's something about it, about being my own superhero, and the map that I'm in, I, I have Metropolis, I have Gotham, I have a, a, one more map that's out there. I'm very low level, I'm like, I think I'm level 18 or something like that right now. I don't know what the hell's going on. Chat was coaching me through, like, gotta go here, do this. You gotta a activate this, shut this off, do this. I was like, okay, right. Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that surprising though? The game is how old? Eleven years old. Game's eleven years old, and chat's calling out play by play an eleven year old game. Yeah, yeah. That the 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 game is actually really good, and the reason I'm playing it, Sarge, is because I like story and I like the stuff like this. Right? They have like forty four chapters now. I don't know if I can go back and play the old chapters, but right now they have uh, a chapter with Batman, and then they have another chapter with Black Adam. Okay, uh, you can go up a level once you hit level thirty. You can uh, they give you a booster for free to get you up to the max level to start doing like end game stuff. I haven't tried that yet. I kind of want play the lower levels, go through the the little co side quests and co you know uh, the story missions. But I'm actually really liking DC Universe Online, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna play this for a little bit. I haven't. I'm, I'm probably not gonna put a lot of time into it. I don't think I'm gonna go to end game and run some raids or anything like that. But I'm enjoying myself because Hogwarts Legacy is out in two weeks, and once that game comes out, I'm 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 gonna know life that for for a while, right? Right. 
So, but I'm, right, nothing else is gonna matter. But I, I would like to, if anyone's playing DC Universe Online on Xbox now, the the population on Xbox is not high, but the servers are are pretty full. DC Universe Online on PC has a really good player base. I think there's like three hundred thousand people playing daily, if I'm not mistaken, which is actually pretty good for an eleven year old, uh, you know, game like that. So if anyone's playing on Xbox, you want to hang out and just go on missions or whatnot, let me know when when we play. If you see me online afterwards, uh, what else have you been playing, Sarge? I I well, I wanted to see the the theory that if I erase a game from my hard drive and I can put it back on for free without it charging me again, mm-hmm. sometimes you you don't remember what you download, what you erased and put back on, right? After a while, because you keep putting games on and off the hard drive. But I downloaded Darkest Dungeon again because I was bored. Oh, nice! That's a good game, right? Right, and so even though in the first 30 minutes I lost two guys because I forgot how to play and I was angry for the next hour and a half, it was still fun. It's still fun. It's a fun game, right? It's a lot of min-maxing, a lot of things you have to remember, what every character does, what kind of monsters you're fighting, what kind of attacks work. Like this, like the list, like you start to play like, oh, this is a fun game, and then the list starts. Like, oh, right, I have to remember this. Oh, right, I have to remember this. Oh, right, the numbers. Oh, right, the stuns. Oh, right, the, like, the list just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I'm like, oh, wow, this game's a lot. Right, it's a lot, right? So I basically had to watch a video to catch me up to remind right. me what I'm missing because I was trying to play, like, a normal tactics game, and that game is not a normal tactics game. It's it's very, it's very complicated when it comes to what you need the party to do. Right. Sure. You can mess around. Right. You can mess around for like an hour. But when you, what you realize is once you start messing around for the first hour or so that you're actually wasting time and money and then your guys end up inevitably dying because you're out leveled or you don't have enough money to level your guys up. So there is a methodical way to, like, do the beginning of the game to get yourself on good footing so you can play the rest of the game. Right. So uh, I, I played that longer than I played Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> I used to like playing Darkest Dungeon because I would take and name the characters after people in chat. And then you would get the chat like to really like get involved because they were like, send me on the mission. You know, like be like, oh, put me in, put me in. And I put them in and then they would get they would die. And then that was it. They're done. Then I would put someone else in chat in their place. So that the next wizard or barbarian or, or whatever. So that was always a fun, uh, a fun way. I think they recently just took Darkest Dungeon off of Game Pass. So if you if you didn't get it before, now it's off. But once you have it, obviously, I think you, you have it, right? Well, right, but that's what I did. And I, I, I tried to download it to see if it would charge me. And it said, you, you it says you have this game. And I'm like, I do? Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Another reason. Game Pass. Wait, wait, wait. I got a, I got a, I got a thing, Sarge. I got a thing. Hold on. You got oh. a thing? Yeah, but it's on it's on the wrong. It's on, yeah, I have to go back to this screen. Hold on a second. I got to go back to this screen. And then I can do this. Are you ready? Wait, wait. Game pass. Game pass. I got. I got a little. It's. It's not done. <laughs> it's. It's. It's not, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. There's gonna be like a sound effect and a thing. <laughs> a game pass. I gotta. I gotta make the sound effects. Like like the like the hammer hitting the anvil. Like yeah, the hammer hitting yeah, the anvil yeah, noise. Yeah. You could use that Some, one. Maybe like a like a brick wall falling or something. I don't know. We're, we're we'll figure something out. So. Another game I played just recently, like right before stream started, I played Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush, okay? This is the game that they just announced yesterday. It leaked a day before we knew the name was Hi-Fi Rush, but we didn't know what the game was. Let me, let me bring, this, let me bring this, uh, this footage up for this game, Sarge. 
This is actually, uh oh, my my computer just. What's happening? Oh, is it your turn? There it goes. Okay, uh, let me, let me, let me bring this up. It's uh, it's called Hi-Fi Rush, and let me tell you, man, it's it's good. This is the trailer. Oh, let me lower that volume. Uh, this is the trailer. Let me put it up on the news screen here. And this is this is a really fun game. I've only played for the first up to like the first boss battle. Okay, now. There's a streamer mode and then there's a non-streamer mode and the stream the non-streamer mode that has like nine inch nails like actual actual music in there and when you're playing this game you have to hit on the beats and you don't have to you can hit anytime you want but hitting on the beats gets you a bonus right so you're each each thing is each uh, level you're you're getting grades you get a grade A B C S you know whatever I, I and the better score you get that the higher your score is right so it's one of those games like play through it once maybe you got d's or c's and then go back this already sounds this already sounds like a racist game (laughs) no 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 white person can ever get the high score because they never know what the downbeat is so i don't see how this is fair to anyone so the the actual beats in the game it's actually pretty fun uh i did the first boss battle in the game i played through just the story seems pretty good Okay, the animation style in this game is I really like. Like I I want to watch this as a TV show. Like Netflix should pick this up and make this into a an, an animated show because it looks fantastic as far as uh we'll, we'll we'll watch that that trailer again. But yeah, that's the animation, that's the cutscenes and stuff what you're seeing right there. And then when the gameplay happens, it switches. It's a, it's like a platformer. It's a so it'll go from like behind like you know mario 64 type of thing and then it switches to like a side scroller uh and then you have like these boss fights there's like these mini boss fights uh it's actually pretty fun so far and i'm i'm very surprised it's a 30 dollar price tag it's a 30 dollar price tag um but it's on game pass and they announced this yesterday they showed it and they said and the the date's coming out is right now you can download it right now or play it right now and i was like i was like wow that's that's actually pretty good and I'll tell you, so far, the hour that I've played it, I'm pretty impressed with it. The voice acting is really good. The animation style, the art style is really good. The the actual um, kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, uh, what's that game from uh, Hearts? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. It kind of yep. reminds me of, like, Kingdom Hearts a little bit uh, with the with the way you're, you're, you're running around with a, a guitar, like a piece-together metal guitar type of thing. The character Chai that you are, he wants to be like a rock star. And then he got into this uh, accident where he's got this his iPod player or what a music player is like in his chest, right? And he's got this robotic arm now. It, it, it's, it's a weird little thing, but it, that's what it's it is. It's definitely Japanese. It's definitely Japanese. And I'll tell you, man, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I suggest anybody that has that has Game Pass, give it a shot, right? Give it a shot. It's no skin off your back. It it seems like a fun game. Thirty dollars price tag. It seems like it would be a short game as well. See, even Krebs, he's got, he's got, he has problems with the game because uh, he has trouble keeping a beat. See, well, first of all, we don't, if, we if, don't, if, we if don't not, know if Krebs is black if, or white, Sarge. Yeah. So that, that's true, but he wouldn't be complaining if he was. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yeah, but, but I like games like this though because it does teach you something, right? It does teach you something. It teaches you what the downbeat is, right? It teaches you 
to understand what that is and what part of the music it is. It, I find it I find it fascinating to incorporate. I know it sounds corny, but to incorporate music into a video game in that way, as opposed to the dance dance games where you basically put a quarter on the machine, wait for somebody else to come up there and kick your butt because he's doing the Irish jig on the machine. And you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. So classic is saying that there is a beat meter that you can turn on. So if you are a person that's uh beat deficient that you can't, you can't figure out a beat. They do have a thing that, that goes on the screen for a beat. Uh, I, I I'll, I'll tell you, man, I like this. A classic also said, he goes, Xbox should stop. Just stop showing games early and just stealth drop everything. And yes. that's that's yes. that's perfect for my next little thing here. Yes. I think more and more because of what they just did with Hi-Fi Rise or Hi-Fi Hi-Fi Rush, I think that they do the exact same thing with Starfield. I know everyone thinks that they they need to get the the early releases out. And no, they, they don't. And the 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 collector's edition and the legendary edition, the nope. and the backpack edition, and the, and the space helmet condition, whatever. Right? They don't do this. But th- this game right now is the fifth best selling game on Steam right now. Okay. And we don't know the numbers yet, but I guarantee you, a crap ton of people downloaded this game and started playing it on Game Pass. And this is just an independent game that just came out of nowhere. Right, so now you take a Bethesda game that they're just like, "Hey, this is Starfield, and this is uh, we've got a thousand planets and two hundred fifty dialogue things, and I have my leather jacket on." And by the way, it's dropping today. You'll be like, "Oh, you're gonna go download right. it right instantaneously." But but you understand, like, just once Bethesda was purchased, okay, they took over the bill. Right? right. So whatever the bill was to make the game, they needed to make back for selling the game. Right. And so X- Microsoft just said, oh, how much do you need to, to pay back everything you spent on the game? Oh, good. Here you go. Right. Right. Here's a little extra. So you guys can get started on whatever else you want to get started for. Now I don't have to I don't have to pay for advertisement. I don't have to push any uh, any any pre-order stuff. You're mine. And when I feel like dropping the game. I dropped the game. Right. That's it. Right? You don't have to worry about squat. We we talk about this, and we're still talking about what we've been playing, but we talk about this all the time. I don't care about release dates anymore. I really don't. Because most of the games that come out on day one, uh, if it's a day one on Xbox, I'm not going to buy it anyway. It's on Game Pass because I'm a Game Pass user, right? And if it's not on Game Pass... You're not supporting the, you're not supporting if, the if, industry, If bro. it's not on Game Pass, I know when, when all of a sudden someone goes... Hey, Hogwarts is out. I'll be like, oh, when did that come out? They're like, oh, it came out last week. I'll be like, cool. Pick it up, buy it, and start playing it. Right? Like, I, I, I don't need, I don't need the, the injected into my veins of when the date is, because all these people come out with dates and they always miss it. Delayed, 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 delayed. Just, just zip it. Was, was uh, Hi-Fi Rush delayed? No, nobody knew about it. Right. No one knew about it. They were working on this game the entire time. They're like, oh, by the way, we made this game. Here it is. This is what it's about. Uh, oh, and by the way, here it is. And you're like, holy Christ. And it's actually a really good game. So, so far, two of the games that I've played are from like in- independent developers or smaller companies that we didn't really know. High on Life, I played about a month and a half ago, whatever. Fantastic game, right? And now I haven't played this game fully yet. We'll probably play this on stream. Hi-Fi Rush seems like a fantastic game as well. Okay, two games that are not triple A games that 
weren't delayed 15 times before they came out. We didn't talk about all this other hoopla stuff. They're just like, hey, here's a game I, I, we, we created, and here it is. High on Life was delayed a little bit, but what what I'm saying is the smaller games are better than the bigger games as of recently. Yeah, but you you have to understand that Starfield is going to be this weird, like weird point in the time the space time continuum. This is going to be a triple A game that has no pre orders, right? That doesn't sell any collector sets as a pre order. It's just the game you're waiting to come out on Game Pass, right? And then afterwards, they'll be like, hey, everybody, did you like it? Is it fun? Right. Guess what? Now we've got a collector set. Now we got this, right? It's a complete 180 on what a marketing for a game is going to be, right? You're not going to get any sales data. You're not going to get nothing. You're going to get hours played. Or how many people tried it, right? You're not going to get any kind of sales numbers from it because it doesn't exist. And 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 more to the point, it doesn't matter because they've already paid for the game, right? Right. Nobody's worried about day one sales. Nobody's worried about what happens in the first month and if it released worldwide. Like nobody cares. All they care about is is it ready? Boom, on Game Pass. Right. This is this this one game will change the entire trajectory on how people are going to release games. Look look how many because, games look how many games get talked about about the release date and then it comes out and it's broke, buggy, day one patch, blah blah blah. I I have only played this an hour. Those of you that have played this longer, have you found any major glitches or bugs or glitches or game breaking glitches? It, does the game feel like finished? Is there a day one patch? I don't remember a day one patch because we just we just downloaded it, right? So I don't know. Titude says he says, wait, you uh, you not paying full price and pre-order your games, you are the reason uh, the industry can't make more money. Right, am I reading that correctly? Are you saying because I don't pre-order games, that's the reason the gaming industry is hurting? Because that's, that's the opposite. The reason the video game industry is hurting is because people pre-order games and get hyped up for something and it comes out and it's not finished. It's broke, buggy, unfinished, and you wait for it six months, eight months, 12 months to to get it fixed, right? Pre-orders in the back in the old days, back in my day, right? Pre-orders were for stores to know how many copies to get in, inside. Right, so they, they wouldn't get enough copies. Right, because they wouldn't get enough copies. That was what pre-order was for. Not then now. it became digital. So why are you getting, right? Literally uh, in one year, from 2018 to 19 or 17 to 18, it went from 20% or 30% digital to 70% physical to one year later, it switched to 70% digital and 30% physical. And that, that's way down now, even more now, right? Uh, nobody can give me the defense of why you pre-order a digital game. Nobody. It's only to collect the the actual, the actual like, if it comes with something special, like if a book, a trophy, uh, or whatever, that's it. The pins, uh, yes, Sarge. That's why people pre-order the games. The pins, yeah, yeah. That's the reason. Hey, those things are going to be valuable, and we'll get to that in just a second, right? <laughs> Telling me what to do with my money, yeah, dude. Was right. <laughs> so yeah, the the 
I, I honestly, and I, I don't know if you're saying that uh, tiny two, like to me personally, because I'm not supporting. No, right? there's, there's no, there's no italics there. It's, it's sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I think the reason, the, the reason the video game industry, and this is like seeing the forest through the trees because, fine, by the way. because people pre-order stuff is the reason we get unfinished broken games, right? Cyberpunk made all its money back before it even launched. And they went, <laughs> we made all our money back. Just launch it. We're good. <laughs> Right, because everything is just cherry and whipped cream on top after the fact. Right? No, I know you were kidding, but it's still a good talking point or or whatnot. So, yeah, I think it's hilarious. All right, was anything else you were playing, Sarge? No, no, that's it. It's a week, man. I got I got a job, you know. (laughs) Well, my job is to play video games. So, all right, let's go to the top stories. All right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna dip those pins in gold and uh, sell them. I want to I want to talk about this this game right here, Sarge. An important announcement about the future of Marvel's Avengers. So I was at Epcot, right? I was at Epcot the, uh, the last week. Our folks came up to visit us. Is that, is that the one with the giant ball? With the giant ball, we went to go Epcot, and I'm I'm walking around, and then all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up. Right, I'm like, what the hell is happening? I'm getting direct messages. I'm getting tweets. I'm getting Discord messages of, did you see? Did you see what's happening to Marvel's Avengers? And I'm like, what? what's happening? And I'm walking around going, oh. They fixed the health glitch. I was like, oh, I would have been more excited if they fixed the health glitch, right? So after two and a half years of introducing 12 of our Earth's mightiest glitchy heroes, following up, to, I, I added stuff. I'm ad-libbing, guys. I'm ad-libbing. Update 2.8 on March 31st, 2023 will no longer exist and add new content or features to Marvel's Avengers. All official support for the game will end on September 30th, 2023. Even after the official support ceases on September 30th, both single and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available and broken glitchy as day one and see below for more information. Update 2.7, which is added to Winter Soldier, who's glitchy, Hero, also cloning labs, Omega level, which is glitchy and broke. Threat is the new and latest content to be added to the game, which will no longer get any support. New cosmetics are coming to the marketplace, which you will well, not have God. to, which you will not have to pay for after March thirty first. But we're going to charge you for the next two months until we decide to take those off. Okay, for the final balance. Along with this, at the end of development, we also will be tuning off or turning off the cosmetic marketplace after March thirty first. We're in January, Sarge. I don't know if you know this, right? So they're announcing that the game's shutting down and that everything's going to be free, but right now you still have to pay full price. The day before, just a couple days before they announced this, they literally announced a $75 bundle of, like, cosmetic bundle. I was like, you cocksuckers, right? It's so, so YouTube, shady. bro. Take it easy. Sorry. Take it easy. Is cocksucker on the list? Yes. As as I was talking about a chicken. I was talking about a chicken. That's a cork soaker. Yeah. <laughs> as a show of our appreciation, our community starting on March 31st, we will make all the games marketplace, challenge cards, shipment, cosmetics, content available to all players for free. So if you buy anything at this point, you're a moron. Okay. <laughs> Every single outfit, takedown or emote and nameplate from the marketplace, challenge card and shipments will be free for all players. From this date onward, after March 31st, and if you buy it before that, you're a moron. Yeah, but but remember, but you have to remember, the only reason why they're stopping supporting it is because not enough people are buying skins. 
That's their deciding cutoff. The deciding right. cutoff is a lot of people, not, not enough people are buying skins to warrant them making any more content. And by the way, right. they didn't make any more content, right? No. Making more skin, content is to add, is add, content. add a level, yeah. add something to the game. Yeah. Like, once again, I, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of a game being released, a game being purchased. When you finish the game, if it does really well, you get DLC. And the DLC makes you keep playing the game longer. Right. Their version of keeping you to play the game longer is I give you another character to run through the same stuff, and I want you to buy more cool skins for that character. That's not an expansion. That's not a reason to keep me in the game. So there's people out there that are in denial that this game is not getting any more support, right? And they're like, this is actually happening, right? There's people that are so in love with this game. And I like this game. I played over 1,100 hours in this game over two and a half I, years. I, I get it, bro. You're okay. a Marvel fanatic. Okay. I get it. There's people that are so obsessed with this game that they actually think that they're not shutting down and they're just playing a trick on us. Because March 31st is the day before what, Sarge? I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't care. It's before April 1st, right? And, and Miller, who I made a video and I said that I thank Miller because if it wasn't for Miller, even though he hyped up stuff and, and gave the leaks and information and stuff like that, it was fun trying to figure out or talk about who could they add to the game and whatnot, right? He's still data mining stuff, and he still, to this day, has found information in the game that the newest character, Winter Soldier, is talking to Carol Danvers, who's Captain Marvel, and She-Hulk. Right. There's things and data inside this game. So now people, the slightest hint of the like, maybe they're going to just drop the last two heroes. Right. I'm like, I don't I don't think so. And even if they do. And what if they did? Right? And even if they do, if they're broke, buggy, glitchy in any way, that's it. That's how the game will be till the end. of Right. And and that is crazy to me. OK. But people want they want this game. They want this game to succeed. And and, and I said this the other day. I think the game did succeed. It just didn't succeed enough. Well, no. Well, it's a lose lose for us, and it's a win win for them. And what I mean by this is, it's a win win because if you play the game and spend money on the game, they'll keep supporting the game, right? And but they're not going to give you content. They're just going to give you skins and the, more skins to pay. But if you stop supporting it. Okay, and don't buy the skins, then they're not going to give you content, and they're not going to give you skins, and they're like, oh, we're just going to shut down the game. So it's like, you have to spend the money so you get a half-ass game, or don't spend money and then lose the game completely, right? I, 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 don't, I don't see how that's a win for anyone, honestly. I, why? I, it's, still, it's still pissing on an IP that doesn't need to, right? right? You should be cherishing IP such as Marvel to where people would want to be in your game forever. Like in Elder Scrolls, you make another level, you make another uh, an area of the map, you you make a combat system against more villains. You 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 actually do something with the game, right? But that's not the mentality. The mentality is I've already spent this much money. I expected to make this much money right. and I didn't and I'm disappointed. Right. And because all the kids didn't go out and buy a bunch of skins for their Marvel characters, we didn't make all the money we were supposed to. So now I'm going to sit in the corner, cross my arms, pout, and not make any content for a really good IP that everyone really loves. But because we didn't make the initial $4 billion on release, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think shortly after September, I'll give it another five months. And they'll be like, oh, we're just shutting the game down completely. 
because the problem is it's Marvel online, right? Well, no, the problem is Marvel and the Marvel like Ultimate Alliance went off, right? Like certain IPs get taken down because of of licensing and stuff. And I don't think Embracer Group got the license to Marvel. Maybe they did. Maybe they're starting a new deal or something. But this is Square Enix, and I think this is why they're dropping it. They're like, eh, just shut it down. We'll start something new with Crystal Dynamics, which they are, because Crystal Dynamics has already moved on to Tomb Raider for Amazon uh, Amazon games as well. So real quick, I wanted to say uh, thank you to Ric Flair. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> I don't know if I listen to this for great podcasts or waiting for Sarge to lose his mind. I don't know why you're doing this. <laughs> and I haven't drank anything yet. Should I start drinking? I don't think it's one of those nights. So that's the uh, Marvel's Avengers, right? The next, Listen, not not for nothing though. It it was a fun game. I just expected to be actual DLC. Yeah, I mean they they look they nailed the fighting. Okay, and I also brought this up in my video, my upload that I did the other day. They nailed the fighting, and then it was just a game. The campaign. Okay, let me put this this way: the campaign's the price of a mission it's a good campaign right it's like 15 when it, hours when it came out it's like 20 25 hours now with all the dlcs they added to it over the last two and a half years but the game was based on the the the, the fighting mechanics and then selling skins and it was just, it reminded me of anthem anthem was really good fighting mechanics and flying mechanics but really crappy end game and they were selling you cosmetics and stuff in that game. That's what they were trying to do. There was no end game. Marketplace literally got updated every single week without a, without a hitch. You couldn't even log in, but the no marketplace delay. would get updated, right? No delay. And th that's why it hurts. And you know what? Going into the next story real fast, we didn't talk about it last week. I want to get your opinion because we I brought it up last week, but we never talked about it. I brought it up in the beginning of the show, but we never actually talked about it. Suicide Squad had a leak where they showed a marketplace, okay, and a battle pass. And obviously it's real because WB was striking people down that were actually showing the screenshot of this. So obviously they just confirmed that, yeah, that's real. Battle pass and stuff is coming to the game. So my question for you is, I'm going to describe a game to you, Sarge, and you let me know if it's Anthem, Marvel, or, or Suicide Squad, okay? Four players in a group. With good action, with guns and fighting, okay? And you can go on missions together and fight bad guys endlessly to get loot, okay? That's Avengers. But that, I'm, I'm describing all the games right now, right? No, no, you said fighting and guns. Right, you, right. When you say fighting and guns, <laughs> Anthem's not in it anymore. Anthem's just guns. No, that's okay. not true. Anthem wasn't just guns. Well, you had that one melee attack for that one, for that one robot that wasn't... Oh, that's Come true. On. All right. All right. Well, they both, all three have... Four player co op, yeah. right? All three of these games have good action, but you would think they would have good action. All three of these games potentially had a really good story, but there was subpar for two of the three so far, right? All of them had a marketplace. Square, you know, Suicide Squad has a marketplace, Suicide Squad has a battle pass. They all have battle passes, right? Marvel's changed up their battle pass a little bit. It was like the hero pass, which is still a battle pass type of thing. So, are we supposed to be worried? Are we supposed to compare? I, I I know it's completely two different developers. One was EA Bioware, one was Crystal Dynamics, and and uh you know and and Marvel, and one one is uh, Rocksteady, okay, and WB. But 
if 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 a duck is quacking, it's a duck, right? <laughs> this in, looks in, like it's going to be the next in, in Marvel's the universe Avengers. that I, in the universe that I live in. Yes, I I don't know. I just I just feel that I want to like this game. I want to. I'm going to play it. I'm 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 being honest. When it comes out, I'm going to play Suicide Squads. I'm going to get it because it, it intrigues me because I want to go up against Superman. Batman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman. I want to be the well, bad guys, anti-heroes going up against good guys. I don't know how many episodes back it was, but we already solved the problem for DC. They just don't want to listen to us. I already, We already solved the problem of how the game should develop, how the Justice League should form, what kind of bosses you should fight. We've already discussed all of this, right? Anytime they want an idea, guys, on how to make a game and follow a game plan, just call us up. We'll let you know how to play the game, like how to, how to make an actual superhero game. As, as far as I can tell, right, I really want to be the bad guy and go after the Justice League, but I really don't believe for more than 10 seconds that this game is going to beat what Avengers did in a way that makes that game top dog in this genre. Right. Right? Because to me, you're doing something different. Big bonus. You're the bad guy. Huge bonus. Right? I get to go against the Justice League. Fantastic. Now, how do you lead me into the fray of how I get to beat those heroes? Right. Right. Do I just play a level, knock out 12 guys, and then attack the boss at the end? Or is it a good looter that I have to do the missions to get the gear that I need and the special gear I need to damage the hero during the boss fight? Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, it's it's just watching pixels on a screen. Yes, it's cool. But are you going to dive in and let me be immersed and I'm the psychopath trying to destroy the Justice League? Are you going to give that to me? Then we're talking like then I'm in. Right. But there is no way I'm getting this game based on the information that I have currently, which was day nothing. one. Yeah, we, we day don't... one I for no, no reason at all. Zero, zero. Krebsy says that a battle pass could be good for the game. Every three months to buy the battle pass to get access to a new Suicide Squad member. Sure. I mean, but that, that's the same battle pass that we were talking about for Marvel's Avengers, right? They had six characters. Then they added Kate Bishop. You could buy the battle pass for the hero. You, you got the hero for free, but then you unlocked cosmetics and whatnot for them. Do they go the same route? I mean, as bad as marvel's avengers was for the industry i think it literally changed a lot of the stuff because you look at gotham knights that that crap was a that was a looter that they changed halfway through development cycle because of what happened with marvel's avengers Avengers. absolutely right you could see it in the in the works of it okay so i wonder if that's also what they're what they changed here with suicide squad but just but just go through it go through the basics of what the game could be right like i pick four guys Right. I'm playing through the campaign. Right. I go, I pick four guys and I have to go on these missions, suicide missions. And if my, if one of my characters happens to die during that mission, then I don't get to use them for the rest of the campaign. Right. Like that's what Suicide Squad is. Right. The mission is nuts. I have to be spec'd out correctly. I go into a crazy mission. And if I'm not careful, I might lose a guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Put a little risk in the game, put a little. Well, they you had know, that something. They had that game something mode. in the game. They had that game mode in Marvel's Avengers: The Hive, right? 
how, how about a crazy mission where you have to infiltrate the Batcave in order to get the Kryptonite suit in order for you to try to even beat Superman? <clears throat> right. Great mission. I get to go through the. I get to go through uh, his mansion, and the Batcave ends with Batman and Robin, and you beat the crap out of Robin just for good measure, right? Stick him on a pole, like a little baby Jesus in the corner, and then you have to fight Batman. What an awesome epic battle that would be! Now, now I do have hope though that Rocksteady hasn't made a bad game in my eyes yet, and I would hope that they have the goodwill. Oh, hold on a second, guys. My my audio just. Uh, I would hope they would have the goodwill of keeping it going. You know what I mean? Like they, I, I, why is my audio like that, guys? Sorry. Is it did it smooth out now? Is it is it still rough? Um. So basically, you would hope up until the point, you would hope up to this point that Rocksteady would do something good. Up to this point, until they prove us otherwise, I, I have to say that they're going to make a good game. Right, I don't know. I, I I'm a little worried about it because of Anthem, because of of Gotham, because of Outriders, because of Marvel's Avengers. I'm 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 a little. I think it, I think it's better now. So all right, let's go on. Let's go on to the uh, the next story, Sarge, which is, uh, Halo. Right, last week we we talked about the layoffs, and then we started talking about three four three. Right, three four three. It says uh, Halo's Infinite Developer Roadmap Unchanged After Layoffs. Okay, so I have a couple headlines here. 343 is reportedly done leading development on the new Halo games. Okay, then we have 343. Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries. 343 Industries uh, will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more for what games of Halo great. And then the last headline we have here is... Halo Infinite campaign DLC reportedly never existed. Multiplayer live service, the focus. Okay. So we did find out, we did find out that after the fact that, remember when Halo first showed what they did years ago and I said, this is going to be exactly like Destiny? And everyone was like, no way. No, 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 that, that's what they're, that's what they were trying to do. No, no, I know that. For. That's the, right. Yes. When we first saw the first trailer, okay, and I said, I think they're going to make this like Destiny. People were telling me, no, 30, that's not what they're going to do. And I'm sorry, but you were wrong, and I was right. That's what they were going to do. And then they switched it up because it was too ambitious, and they couldn't They couldn't do what Bungie did, okay? But that's exactly what they wanted to do, make even an open-world thing. Even Bungie could barely do what Bungie did. Right, okay? So, But now we got what we got, okay, which is just a shell of what Halo was. Obviously, it's not going to make or break the franchise. Obviously, it's it's still going strong. It's just a game. It's just a game, right? It's just a massive brand that made the whole Xbox exist. Okay? It's just a game. But it says here that it says that prior to 343 Industries' recent statement regarding the future of Halo series, rumors were swirling that the team had scaled back uh, its Halo Infinite post-launch plans following a series of layoffs over Microsoft. Now, however, the reports are suggesting those rumors were false. And 343's DLC plans were beginning misreported in the first place. Over on Twitter, Windows Central Jez Gordon uh, wrote regarding the Halo Infinite campaign DLC. From what I've heard via multiple sources, Halo Infinite's campaign DLC had never existed beyond conversation. Focus has been entirely on live service. So they had this plan to bring Halo Infinite where they dumped two-thirds of the map and that they were going to make constant updates and stuff just in talks. And then the game comes out and 
it's a wide open map with nothing to do. The campaign was pretty good. They people say I don't know. I didn't play it myself. And it was just the multiplayer maps. It was just the multiplayer and waited for Forge mode to come out and the co-op mode to come out. And yet, for some reason, they had no plans to actually make DLC. So what was their plan? Did they actually have a plan? Is someone lying here? And like the lie is a lie about them not making actual campaign DLC. Because it seems really weird to me that you would have a game that you talked about that was going to be like that, but then you're not going to make DLC campaigns. You're not going to do... See, I thought the game was going to be play through the campaign, okay? And then when you're done with the campaign, you would make your own Halo, like ODST soldier, basically, okay? And then you would go around, like, helping Master Chief would be the giving the, giving the uh, like, Zavala in Destiny, right? He would give you quests to go on, and you, you would upgrade your character. Yes. They would yes. add more content and more things, right? That's what I thought they were going to do. So what what do you make of this, Sarge? Do you, do you think there was? I mean, obviously, we're taking what they said. There was no DLC campaign planned. Do you really do you believe that? Do you believe that there was no campaign DLC planned for this? They were just banking on multiplayer the entire time, even though they didn't have half the stuff completed. Well, if you if you think about it, the answer to your question would be yes, because a standard Halo game was always played through the campaign. And then from that point on, you're just playing the multiplayer, just like a Battlefield game was. Right. Right. Battlefield was played through the campaign. And at the end, you're in the multiplayer thing. And that's what you continue to play until the next game comes out. So I would say yes. What's interesting to me is the the level of severity that that game represents for them not to have any marketing plans behind it shows to me that really what that was was just to be a tent post for the TP of what Game Pass is supposed to be. Like, give me the reason why I want Game Pass. Well, here, right here, man, Halo, boom, right? Next one, Starfield, boom, right? Like, you have these anchoring games that are supposed to be the foundation of what Game Pass is, why I'm giving 15 bucks a month because of games like this. This is the reason why I do it because I have a triple A, I have triple A games that I can play that I don't have to buy, allegedly. Well, you're buying it, but you you you, you get what I'm saying. Right. But at the same time, I I don't I don't look at it as a a a positive for what gaming is supposed to be if 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 the game that made you is no longer important enough for you to market it, then you didn't care about it at all, right? That's why it's very, very important to listen to the language that is used when they talk about their products. If you care about a product, if the product you're trying to sell me is the difference between you get promoted or the company goes under, you can tell, right? You can tell by the way you talk about your product, how you market your product, and how you want everyone to love your product because you want it to do well. Well, if it doesn't need to do well and it just exists, this is pretty much the attitude you get when it no longer matters. Right. Yeah. Is the game good? I'm sure it's decent. I, I, but at the same time, you don't care if it's decent or not. I, All I, you care about is it's there. I'm just lost a little bit because the more I think about how they drop Halo as a, a single-player campaign and then just the multiplayer. The multiplayer, you, you, didn't know, you don't need Game Pass. You could literally play that without Game Pass. It's multiplayer. It's free for everybody. It's a free-to-play multiplayer. Right. It's just there. Why would you 
drop a campaign like you did for Halo and not have DLC in the mindset, especially when it's on Game Pass, right? And this makes me think about Starfield. Is Starfield going to be just this one-and-done type of single-player game? Obviously, there's there's well, more to that. It's not very generic yeah, is what I said. You know? Yeah, but it's not, it's not the same in, in what you're trying to say because of the fact that Bethesda is its own entity. That's their own child. Sure. They've been, they've been given the money to, to – they've listen, imagine you're the Bethesda team, right? Just imagine for a moment you're the Bethesda team. You spent probably the better part of the last six years working on Starfield. This was going to be the culmination of all the things that you learned from your Elder Scrolls games, from Fallout 76, from the from the mods and the things that you tried out in Fallout 4. These are all the culmination of all these things that you thought about doing, and then you're going to put it into this game, right? Big risk, huge risk, right? Because if it doesn't go over well, you better hope you can market it like you did Cyberpunk, like they did with Cyberpunk, so you can get one over on everybody, so you can make all the money back and then don't worry about it, right? However... Once Microsoft purchases Bethesda, Bethesda no longer has to, there's no more stress. You've got zero stress. You're paid, right? Your whole team is paid. You guys are paid, right? No worrying about if it sells. No worrying about if it's going to release proper. No worry about anything anymore. You're paid, right? No investor blowback if it doesn't sell well. Nothing. Right. All you have to do is make sure the game is fun and it works. That's your biggest concern now. So that's a huge weight lifted off an entire company's shoulders, right? But on the other side, Microsoft goes, hey, this is going to be uh, the tentpole for our Game Pass pyramid that we're making here. Is your game up to snuff? Right. Because I, I already got the game on the back of Xbox boxes in Japan. So is this game going to go well? Right? right. And so they're like, well, yeah, yeah, it's gonna go well. Uh, we're, give us a little bit more time. We'll make sure we iron all the wrinkles out, right? Because the pressure's off now. Like, let's be honest, right? There's zero, no more pressure, right? You've done your job. You've worked on the game for six years. But instead of panicking to see if you're gonna sell, you're paid. Duplis in chat says thirty. Uh, here's the thing, though. They had a trademark for supposed campaign DLC called The Endless, okay? He says, I think they're saying this. Uh, there was nothing planned to cover their ass. And I I, I believe so too, Diplos. That's, that's basically what I'm... I didn't know about that campaign trademark stuff, but the way they talked about Halo Infinite in the past, you would think it would be an ongoing game. Now, if it was ongoing as far as live service or ongoing, like, borderlands where they just keep adding dlc to it it just seems weird to me that they would put this game on game pass and not do that for their first party title when if you look at all their other games that are right now being supported okay on xbox okay they're supporting games that are you got minecraft which is a single player slash multiplayer which has microtransaction you got sea of thieves which is a single player slash multiplayer with microtransactions you got forza forza 5 which is single player or multiplayer with microtransactions right fallout 76 you can play it solo or by or with people with microtransactions elder scrolls online you can play it single player or multiplayer with microtransactions minecraft dungeons single player with multiplayer things with microtransactions right there's all of these games on their platform flight simulator single player with multiplayer with microtransactions there's all of these games on their platform that 
Like the shoe fits. Yet Halo, all of a sudden, like, nah, no, we, we had no idea for for I do understand there's multiplayer, but I'm talking about games that came to Game Pass that you need Game Pass to play the game, right? You can play it, you could buy it separate. Or you can play it on Game Pass, and it's constant updates. So if I don't own Minecraft Dungeons, I can play Minecraft Dungeons on Game Pass. But if I want the expansions, I have to buy the expansions separately on top of. And then if they ever took Minecraft off or Minecraft Dungeons off of Game Pass, I would have to buy Game Pass or uh, I'm sorry, buy Minecraft Dungeons so I can access the, the DLC that I purchased. Right. So it's just it's just very strange to me that all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we never had plans for DLC. Right. Sure. Sure. Okay. I don't know if it's a, if it's an on, if it's an ongoing thing. They can work on Halo in the in the back in the back. Never say a word about it and say there's some other new campaign to try out. And here it is. There, there, there's nothing stopping them from doing that. There's nothing. There's nothing. Listen. Right now, the whole issue is not that they don't have any DLC planned. It's the people that were going to do the DLC are no longer involved in the product. Right. Right. The whole debacle with 343 and finding someone to take over your main IP for your company that you started with, right, has to happen first. Once they establish a team that's going to work on content for Halo, Halo will receive content. It doesn't have to be like a DLC expansion. They said live service. I didn't say live service. They said live they also service. Said ten they also did say a 10 year plan for the platform. Okay. So let's not let's not let's not over exaggerate and say it's a big shit fest. All that's happening right now is the people that were in charge of Halo are no longer in charge of Halo and we are waiting to see who picks up the slack. That's it, right? Once that gets established, then they'll start working on 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 content for a game that's on Game Pass that no one has to worry about and we go on from there. It's not a big deal. Right, right. All right, let's go on to the next topic here. Uh, Skull and Bones, and this is a real short story here. Skull and Bones pre-orders are getting refunded, and the game is no longer on sale in the PlayStation Store. Now, they've done this before. PlayStation has done this before. When, when Cyberpunk came out, Cyberpunk was so broke that PlayStation said, we ain't selling your crap game anymore. On our system until it's it's set. Now, Skull and Bones might be that next game that comes out. It's been delayed six times, maybe seven. We're still we're still open for that. Uh, we do know that they have an obligation to have it come out because of Singapore. They own the government of Singapore money, so this is why or, they or, have or somebody that's big in Singapore. They owe money. To well, them. no, they own the government. They that's the report is that maybe, they owe... maybe it's a subsidy. All right, so they they owe they own Singapore a game. So Skull and Bones is coming out because of it um so what do you make of this sarge do you i mean obviously playstation can always put it back on the store but do you think even playstation sees the writing on the wall and they're like yeah this this game is going to be bad news i i just i just think they don't want to be associated with it i think enough press has come out right but let's let's be fair this is not the only game that pulled stuff like this right mm -hmm. i think the difference is this 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 team of people doesn't have the same monetary pull as say star citizen right right if the if the if the seriousness of the money intake was on the same level as star citizen wouldn't be a big deal but because it's it's a constant 
shady aspect of how gaming should not be done, they're just washing their hands with it. They're like, they don't want anything to do with it. Because remember, the, the Steam debacle happened. The last thing happened with uh, uh, the online stores just not that long ago, like a year and a half ago, 18 months ago, right? Same type of stuff. So they just don't want anything to do with it. Right. right. Uh, listen, if once again, if the game comes out, great. But I, I said this to you earlier, okay? I honestly believe, right? This is my theory. I honestly believe that this team called Fantastic. Okay? Fantastic. I've had that. What, whatever. Okay. <laughs> whatever. The FN right? comes before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're trolling the gaming industry. I I I I truly believe that they're doing this on purpose to be the exaggerated studio that does this kind of thing normally. They're just doing it in such a naked gun comedy routine, right? Like it's blatant slapstick out in the open yeah. that it's done on purpose. Right. And so you look at this and you say, like, I can't believe this is even real. Like, how could you show footage like that? And then you sit down and you think to yourself, well, how much footage have I seen from these other games? And they've done the same type of thing where the game releases and it's not real. And I don't get to see that scene. And oh, wait, are they trolling? That's what it seems like to me. Right. Because it for something to be this blatant seems out of out of character. For the industry it's usually more underhanded right a little bit more a little bit more uh, a little bit of a how's your father you know what i mean a little bit under under the table right, right? these guys are full-blown out in the open like I, just saying the craziest stuff possible i i think and uh force gaming said this as well um so if you watch this video you understand what i'm saying okay coming from the film industry if 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 you're trying to pitch if you're trying to pitch a movie idea, you make a, a small little little cut. What's it right? What's it called? You make a sizzle what, reel, right? Thank you. Yeah, you, you make a sizzle reel. Okay. You try to put something together to try to get investors for the bigger project. Right. I think one hundred percent that that's what day day before is. I believe the day before had ideas, right? Because all their other games that they've either abandoned, they uh they they dropped completely. They were shady. They never fixed it. It was very buggy and glitchy, and they were smaller games. This seems like a very large-scale game. Okay. Well, because they wanted a bigger payday. Now, I'm not saying they can't do bigger games, because Avalanche uh, Studios, who's doing Hogwarts, okay, they've never done a big game like Hogwarts, and this is their first game like Hogwarts, so we'll see how that one turns out. But Fantastic, okay, I believe they took all these bits and pieces from the Unreal Engine 5, and I think we're going to see a lot more of this happening, Sarge. Someone that has an idea, wants to make a game, get the recognition of stuff. They don't make the actual game. They take the assets from different projects from Unreal Engine. They paid for them or whatever. They put them together, and they start filming gameplay clips of that certain section. So if they're in the swamp, they get in the car, they drive the swamp, they make sure the camera's at the right angle, and they do all that stuff to get it pretty. Then they get two guys walking through the, through the, through the farmlands. Then they go through the apartment complex. Then they go into the gas station. They just made sets. They just made sound stages, basically, to film the game, to put it out, and then... Everyone's like, well, why would they do this? They're not they're not charging. They're, you're not getting pre-orders. You're not doing any of this stuff for the day before. I'm like, it's for investors. 
It's for investors. It's to show people how much they can get interested in a game, get the hoopla, right? They had the number one or number two on Steam until Hogwarts came along for the longest time on the wish list. They could take that number and go up to somebody and be like, look, this is how many people are interested in our game. And they're like, all right, cool. And they just keep digging along. So Force Gaming puts this as a tweet, okay? And I thought this was pretty funny where he talks about, he says, in a span of three days, we've gotten from, quote, a bug deleted our game from Steam to, quote, to actual we had a delist the delay due to trademark dispute to truth is, we were always planning to delay the game even before the trademark stuff. Okay. The breakdown. I, I brought this up yesterday before he came out with his video. I, I looked at the the the, uh, the trademark when they submitted it. And there's a breakdown of every month of when someone submitted and when they did the repeal and all this other stuff that's on the trademark. They said right after they showed it, he applied for the thing. It was six months after they showed the trailer to when they did the trademark. And then seven months after that person trademarked it, did they like they had seven months to counter to be like, hey, that's our game, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And they didn't do anything. And, and what is another fishy thing is that how do we know the person that has the trademark is not someone that works for their company? Do you see what I'm saying? Because they could have someone do this and go, oh, this is the reason we can't do it, but we're going to get it figured out, right? We're going to get it figured out because we're going to get the trademark back or what or whatnot. But now November 10th, right? November 10th is when it's coming very, out. Very, very specific. The first time it was very on a, specific. it was on a Tuesday. Then it was on a Wednesday. Now it's on a Friday. Okay. I think they just say dates. They're just like, whatever, put it out there. We'll, we'll, we'll stall to get to the next version. I do believe this is going to be a real game, but as of right now, it's not. It's a pitch. It's a sizzle reel of a video game to get people hyped up and whatnot, okay? I believe that these guys are ambitious, and I believe that this game doesn't get made anytime soon. This is the Star Citizen of... of independent. Of, of no, independent. No, no, no. This is Star Citizen of the zombie genre instead of the space genre, okay? These guys are going to come out whenever, and when it does launch, it's going to be just as shady as before it launched, okay? If not shadier, because it's going to be a free-to-play game. Okay, it's supposed to be a free to play game. Okay, which means microtransactions up the wazoo. Okay, yeah, but why do you, shady why business do you, practices? Yeah, but why do you why do you think someone that's trying to pull a scam is gonna is gonna sell a game that doesn't cost anything and it's only and it's gonna be a free to play game? That says to me that you're just trying to get whatever you can out of it, but you 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 feel guilty if you charge somebody for it, but if someone gives you money for it. You don't feel as bad. You see what I'm saying? Uh, from from this point forward, I'll cover news <clears> about this game. But when this game comes out, I got I, I don't want anything to do with it. I'm gonna wait for it to come out, and people tell me, "Oh, it's so good. You should try it out." Dirty, and then I'll wait six more months after that, and then come back and be like, oh, "How's that game going?" Oh no, no microtransactions, and they sold this, and they're selling boosters, and they're doing this, and there there's some the other other shoe hasn't fell yet, right? From this company. They're they're using this company to sell other stuff in their, in their think, other company. I think I think in an instance though it would be called the sandal. <laughs> Maybe, right? Real quick, uh, Todd the Gator, thank you very much for becoming a member. Uh, those of you that I saw in chat, you guys were talking that uh, your members on the other channel. I know there's like that streak that you guys want to hit or whatnot, but if you're more comfortable stopping that uh, that transaction and then coming over here as a member, 
you're more than welcome. You can keep it over there if you're linking that up to the Discord. It's all the same, but if you want your name to change in the in the in, during these shows and the live streams and stuff, we're, we're going to be on 30 NSG going forward because the algorithm was just terrible on the other other channel. So uh, right now that channel's up in the air, but you're more than welcome to keep your your subscription there. I'm not shutting down the channel in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but if you want to be green in the chat and and support this channel, you can you can do it. Uh, let's see here. Their own moderator is thinking the same thing. He's, he says, yeah, is it real or fake? They, he hasn't even seen gameplay. No one's seen gameplay. Yeah, it's a new channel. Yeah, it's a new channel. All right, the next uh, story. Uh, Disney. Disney, Sarge. Uh, barely open a year. And Disney's Galaxy uh, G- Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Uh, it says Disney's $5,000 Star Wars Hotel is forced to slash prices, okay? We literally just got an email, and they offered us uh, $700 off per night. Uh, so it's almost 50% off. So if, if it if it costs you $4,000, it'll now cost you, like, you know, $1,500, uh, well, just over $2,000, right? It's, like, over $2,000. Instead of $4,000, it's $2,000. Instead of $6,000, it'd be $3,000. Uh, so the Galactic Star Cruiser would open on March 1st, 2022, only has 100 rooms, but it's constantly struggling to sell out. Disney built the, pri- uh, the, the, the pricey hotel, an immersive journey, where guests become part of the Star Wars story interacting. Uh, but the cheapest two-night stay, initial price is 5000 per couple and closer to 6000 for a family of four. And guests are required to book exactly two nights as a storyline of the Star Cruiser spans two days. Okay, it's almost like it's almost like uh, live service games where they, they, they slowly give out the content as you're as you're staying there. I mean, you do realize that like the Waldorf Astoria is cheaper than that, right? Yeah. Like, like and, an and actual it has windows. five star, five star yeah. hotel. It has windows, get... a pool. It has all this stuff. Yeah. You know, I get the LARPing part of it, but like. Kremsey <laughs> says hotel, more like a prison. Uh, now Disney is is slashing the uh, to drum up more interest. Back in November, the company announced the discount up to thirty percent were being made available to Disney Vacation Club members, uh, which we are not, and they're giving us they're giving us a bigger discount, right? So it says here, guests are res- uh, reservations for the Star Cruiser can get a discount of up to seven hundred dollars if they book accommodations uh, before and after another participating Disney hotel. So I gotta go stay at another hotel first, and then I can go to this hotel and I get I get seven hundred dollars off, like. <laughs> But do I get to ride in the back of the moving van? Do you, I get to do, do. do I get to yeah. do I get to ride in the back of the moving van that treats me like I'm in a spaceship? A spaceship. Yeah, yeah. You get to ride in the you get to ride in the back, Sarge. Yeah, you get to you get to you get to play LARPing yeah, inside. Yeah. You know, this I, I I make fun. No windows. I I make fun because I really really wanted to All believe what this was supposed to be, yeah. and they they want their money back so quickly that they were charging six grand for a set stay at a hotel. And what, what this shows me is everybody who was rich, who could afford the six grand, I guess they blew through all those people in less than a year because nobody wants to go back. He, here's the stupidity part of this whole thing, right? Instead of making a galactic star cruiser hotel, they're just trying to get people to stay. There. You can turn this whole thing into like, look like an, a, an event for the day. You, you see what I'm saying? Like you, you pay, and obviously you're not paying $6,000, but you have people that are acting like certain things, and you have, let's say, 30 groups, 30 people, all right, 30 people that come in, they do the show, they move on to the next section, right? And then it's like a dinner show or something, like an actual production that you're part of for like two to five hours or something like that, right? Like, to me, it's just, 
it's it's so there, there's no amenities in this hotel, right? There's no amenities in this hotel, Sarge. You could go spend a third of the cost at another hotel, and there's a water park, a bar, a pool, a gym, right? There's none of this in this hotel. There's no windows. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing, and they're spending. 10 times the amount of money to go see people that are acting and, and they can't even get people to act anymore. The employees don't even want to take the job because they're just, they're just, they're over it. They're just over it. It's crazy. It's crazy. This thing, how can one company screw up an IP bigger than star Wars? I'm sorry. They're all doing it. Everybody's pissed. I know, but Disney world bought this. They got, they got off easy 4 billion, right? Four billion, they got off easy for Star Wars. Okay, like they they bought this IP that was just printing money every year, just nonstop printing money, and now they built this giant hotel, and people are like, "Yeah, no, I'm good." They built a part of the park that nobody cares about because it doesn't. It's not a part of Star Wars. People like myself don't even think seven, eight, nine exists. Okay, like it doesn't exist. It's it's. it's it's not sad about what's happening there. It's sad that the IP is 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 dead. I had a family went there. It was disappointed. I hear people that really like it, but you know what? You make yourself like something when you pay, when you spend six thousand dollars, right? You're like, yeah, you know what? That steak was really good, right? My my son had a lot of good but you, good times but you there. Could, but you could have done it. You could have done it really well. People would want to give you the money unless but a twilight. You decided, but you decided. You decided to go new trilogy instead of old because yeah. she was. You were trying to get the six, kids six to want to believe Sarge. in Star Wars. Six thousand dollars. Nobody cares. A Twilock. <clears throat> a Twilock needs to give me a head on that Star Cruiser for six thousand dollars. Okay. Well, that's that's we're not. That would be automatic. I think the Twilocks, as in general, are the are the are the prostitutes of Star Wars. That's I don't right, know. If that's they're, right. I'm pretty sure they are. So besides besides that point being made, the listen. All you had to do, right, in order to keep people coming back is to have all the quintessential set pieces from the movies that you wanted to go and see that you could hang out in from everything, right? The cantina from Star Wars, right? The ice base of Hoth, right? The Bespin Cloud City area in, in Empire Strikes Back, like, the, the Death Star area for Return of the Jedi with a ride of you going through the Death Star. Like, what? That's all you needed to do, right? And if you wanted to have a dinner and a show and have people walking around acting, you could. You could you could have made, listen, you could have made a normal hotel, right? Yeah. A normal, a normal hotel. And then the top, the top five floors are the LARP. And they have their own thing to go to and their own spaces that yeah, they you make it like visit. an event, like a thing for not. Right. Two days, you make it for like five hours. Right, like you, the top floors are for the VIPs who want to do the special LARPing thing, and everybody else is in a normal hotel. But everyone gets the ride of the shuttle to go to see Star Wars stuff. Like they went crazy, they went they went completely nuts, and they did it in the wrong trilogy. Nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. They, everyone was in the left side. They went. Now we're going right, right. From that story, Sarge, I want to go to the next one. This this is pretty funny, okay? I'm going to put this on screen, and, and you you tell me what you think this is, Sarge, all right? I'm going to put this on screen. You tell me what you think this is, okay? What do you, what do you think this is, okay? 
Now, obviously, don't 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 look at the writing on the side there. Don't don't look at the okay, writing. Don't, don't just, read. Just don't read. Don't read. Just look right, at so the be, thing. Be, and an, you, be an American yeah, and just stare just, at just shit. Just stare okay. at it and, and tell me okay. what you think that is. It looks like a people feeder. A people feeder. That's exactly what I would think. It's like a like a horse feeder. It's a bridle. It's a bridle for a human <laughs> or a horse. Really, it looks like it could be for a horse. Okay, that's a long nose area. What? Okay. How big is your head? So this is this is called Mutalk. Okay, it it's leakage voice suppression microphone. Okay, now now I want you to look at the next picture and tell me like like this this is this is crazy. Okay, look look at these three people. Yeah, (laughs) that first guy with the VR. (laughs) Like if you made that black, he's a gimp. Like if you made that if if he was wearing a black VR, it'd be he'd be a gimp. God, like who's who's wearing this? What are we doing? Right. This is first so... of all. Did you did you did you read it? Did you read it? Yeah. So okay. So what is it for? Like, what's its yeah, purpose? Okay. So what it does is it takes, like, so we're we're talking right now. So yeah, yeah. it basically it takes the voice and it just it captures it. So if I was talking like this, it would be really loud, but everybody else can't hear me. Like it would it would be very amplified, but you don't so, have to talk as loud. So wait. They're it's basically for people that live in the inner city who have VR sets and are loud. Yeah. So what is, is, this, is this what you're telling me? The average the average uh, thing does minus 20 dBs and the high frequency. It does negative 30 dBs. So it takes it and it completely blocks out stuff. It says automatic mute feature for online meetings. So like this girl right now, every time she wants to talk, she holds it up to her face, but if she takes it away from her, her face. It, it doesn't pick up any ambient noise or sound or anything like that. I okay. still don't understand the purpose of this. Are you trying to, so people who talk loud during streams can put this on. So they they talk normal to people. Like I, I'm loud in general. I, what would, what is the purpose of this, this piece of tech? Why would I want to mute myself? It's so like maybe maybe I'm in the house with a with a uh, with a baby with a baby with a baby or maybe my my family's sleeping right yeah. and right now they can hear me yelling and screaming because I'm a I'm a very loud guy okay yeah. they don't have noise canceling headphones right my wife's probably had the earplugs in but if I had one of these Sarge I could you talk. wouldn't have to worry about it yeah they wouldn't hear me they wouldn't hear me right but I have to stare at you you would have to stare with at a, me That's with right. a people with a people feeder on your face. So you don't yell. That's right. Like, does anybody else see, like, of all the things that we can come up with to, like, help help mankind, this is not <laughs> one of them. This is not on the list of things are going to get better because I've got my mute but, talk But on. I don't understand. There's there's cameras out there that are noise canceling. Like, you can talk through the camera itself, and the the microphones block out oh, the majority oh, of the sound. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Brandon. I can see it now. Ready for this picture, it, Brandon. You're wearing VR goggles and the mute talk and you're having virtual sex, but no one can hear you. (laughs) Right. How awesome. How awesome would that be? It would almost be like the demolition man, but worse. It would be like demolition, man, but worse. That's genius. Brandon, absolute genius. Like everyone, can you imagine just everyone's walking around with this in the, in, in the world? They're just walking around. They're all talking to each other, but no one can hear anybody. It's just, I don't I, listen, man. It's a strange world we live I, in. I'm glad, I'm glad we got people working on stuff like this, but there's a lot of other stuff we can work on. 
there's just a lot of other stuff we could be working on right now. That's not one of them. Like, you're too loud. You live in an apartment complex. We know this guy's a gamer, so we gave him, we all chipped in and gave him mute talk because I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear him screaming at those people in Call of Duty anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, think of, think of, think of the average person yelling during a, during a Call of Duty match. Now put a closed unit, someone who's eating Doritos and bagel bites and, <laughs> and all kinds of stuff, and put that over your mouth. Put that over your yeah, mouth for yeah. like a good week and see what, what happens to that unit after all that you uh, all that saliva that, full but, of all that crap goes into the unit. What they don't understand it Sarge, sounds disgusting. The sales of this go up, but chip sales go down because people get so lazy they don't want to keep removing it from their face, right? Like I'm a gamer. How am I supposed to eat my bagel bites and yeah. Swiss cake rolls? True. If I have a mute talk on, it's not gonna work. I don't you know what are you what are you gonna do? Does this look uh does this look like hey anybody in chat picking one of these up? I'm being I'm being serious. Is anybody gonna pick one of these up? Maybe you have a little newborn out there, you're like, you know what? This would be perfect. This would be perfect. I just uh, I I'm confused, man. All right, I'm confused. The, the next go ahead, sorry, you're gonna say something? Yeah, did they ask the three people that were doing the advertisement which one of you wants to be the gimp? Did they ask? <laughs> like, did they volunteer? He's like, ah, put this, put this, uh, put this, uh, put this over your on. eyes, put, put this, this over your mouth. mouth. Yeah. Now stand over here. <laughs> say anything. <laughs> Don't say anything. Uh, I can't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear him. What did he say? He's got the mute talk on. I can't hear him. Yeah. Better alternative than Demolition Man. All right. So, next story, Sarge. Blizzard fires WoW Classic co-lead for protesting employee rank ranking system, right? So, you know more about this story than I do. So, explain, well, I it, the, explain I, it to us, Sarge. What is this ranking system that, that they it, are talking about? Well, you can, read, you can read it more in detail, but the gist of it is, is that he's the lead of his division, and he was doing evaluations of his employees. Okay. And so apparently there's a quota in the division, in his division, which is not I the, can game, only, the division. I, in his I division. can only, he can only give out a certain score to so many people. So the person that he was evaluating, let's just say, for instance, he's a really, he's an A plus worker. Right. Right. But because he already gave out all the A pluses that he was allowed to give, okay. he had to give him a B plus because he's not allowed to give him an A plus because the quota was reached. Oh. And so he said, I'm not doing that. He doesn't deserve that. I'm not doing this. And so walks. I'm happy he walked. It sounds creepy. It sounds creepy that you're being evaluated. And because a certain number of people were already scored a certain way, we're not allowed to give that score out anymore. Does that make sense? So basically, he ran out of gold stars to give stickers out. He's yeah, like, you have to, you like, have to read I the article. Had it's weird. Gold stars, and I want to give you one, but I'm not allowed. So here's a silver star. It's and... really concerning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't want to disrespect the employee by giving him a lower score. He didn't deserve it. So this is another lawsuit that could probably just be added up to it. So he was a he was a Blizzard employee for 17 years. All right. And he termination on Twitter after he uh, the news broke. He also wished to shed more light on the broader aspect. Uh, but think about think about what's going on inside the industry. Think about that. Think about what that actually means. Well, well it says the lowest status with all the systems is called developing. 
and the managers are required to give the rank around 5% of their employees. Having this rank means the employee's profit-sharing bonus may be lowered, okay? And it, it can also make it more difficult to be considered for a promotion or pay raise. So right. basically, you want to get interviewed early because if you get past 12 people, you yeah, might not if, be if, able if, to if, get— if they're, going, if they're going alphabetical, man, you're a screwed. Right. We're starting back at A. You're like, oh, God, my last name is Zucker. Um, it, it, listen, it, if you listen, if you read the article and all the pieces of information you put together, they're saying that it's tied for you to get it's the, the, the evaluation score is tied to you being promoted or get raises. So what you're saying is you can only you can only give raises to so many people. I, understandable, but that happens normally in a company anyway. Right. You only make so much money, and so only so many people can be promoted to certain levels. The only reason why that base would expand is if the, if the business makes more money, they take in more money, they can have more people in higher positions. That's normal. But the fact remains that you want me to score somebody lower than they are because of a quota? Right. How... How dystopian does that sound? Yeah. Well, we can only have 12. You guys are going to have to fight to the death because you can only get 12 guys. Whoever loses, sorry, you're out. It's 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 very concerning. It's very concerning that, that that would even be an actual policy in a job. I mean, I mean, before the, uh, the ranking system, wasn't this a thing, though, before? Like, think about it, right? Because... The ranking system makes it more obvious, but if someone comes in and there's, I have uh, 20 employees, I can only give five employees the ranking system per se before the ranking system happened, but I have seven employees that are really good. Obviously, I have seven good employees. Don't you want seven really good employees? They're, they're actually saying that they only want a bare minimum of a certain amount of employees that are really good. Everybody no, else has to be subpar and mediocre. No, but because they don't want to have to worry about having Correct. to prom promote, promote them. them. Right. They don't want to have the problem of having too many good people on their squad because they don't want to be able to promote them. They want crappy people on their no, staff. Want, well, they don't want crappy people. Well, they don't they want, want people that are doing really well. They don't want overachievers. Well enough. Yeah, they don't want overachievers. Just not well enough. Just, they just want the bare minimum. Now, I understand. I understand this is Blizzard, but it makes sense about EA and, and Madden now. Right, it's just a bunch of mediocre people making a mediocre game, and no one gets promoted because they're just all happy and safe. Right? They're just <laughs> don't work too hard. I wanted to add a feature. Shut up, Timmy. You sit down. Yeah, but I I, I noticed that these stories come out and they're spaced out. But if you were to put all these stories together, like in a binder, and read them all together to how how a company is behaving toward their employees, like. It seems a little strange that this started to come about around the time where they wanted uh, a change in the in the uh, creation of games, where MTXs, battle passes, and uh, uh, microtransactions was the forefront, as opposed to hey, let's put a light, let's put a team of like-minded people together. We all like sci-fi shooters. We grew up doing sci-fi shooting and we want to make a game about a sci-fi shooter and let's see what we can do. Like, apparently that's not possible anymore. It's all about chasing whatever the last guy made and we need to get into that category ASAP regardless of what your strengths and weaknesses are of the team that you've assembled 
because we have to hit a number and we have to hit this and we have to hit that. And you guys have to figure out how to put a battle pass in here and how to get this stuff. And, and they're like, we just want to make a game. Right. Right. Put together. Listen, go back. I know I'm not asking you guys to do homework. Just go back and read the stories for the last three years. All the, all the top stories about what these companies are doing. How many senior staff have left multi-billion dollar companies to go start at the ground level with their own development team to make their own game because the art is being lost inside the corporations completely lost and this is just another page right. in this book of wtf is going on in the industry right now i go back what what was the guy's name who did lawbreakers he was really amped up all the time. He was excited about games. Cliffy what B. was his name? Cliffy B. Thank Cliffy B. Right. When Cliffy B finally, like when people said that he lost his mind, right. I don't think he lost his mind. I think he was finally just saying it out loud. How this is all complete BS. Right. Like we were just trying to make a game and we got destroyed because of, because of the atmosphere of what is happening in the industry. We just tried to make a shooter game to be, to make it fun and got dumped. Like dumped, like no one gave a crap at all because all that work was for nothing. Yeah, well, for nothing. They were just chasing because they went from that to uh, Realm oh, Royale. I, I think they went Realm Royale, Battle Royale type of thing, and they threw that together. They were just, I, they were chasing. He thought, well, it, it's a good actually, it's a good example. Cliffy B was like old school, you know, Gears of War. Like he, and then all of a sudden, this whole industry changed right from underneath him, and he was just like, "What the hell?" And and then he got out of it. He, I follow him on Twitter. He still he still says a couple things, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll move on from that to the next story, which is Lord of the Rings Gollum gets a new release window. Okay, so it gets uh release pushed further into 2023 with no firm date set yet. Now, Lord of the Rings Gollum was first announced in March of 2019. And slated to release sometime in 2021. In January of 2021, the press release was sent out announcing that the new co uh, co publisher, a uh, unique company that designed the manufactured gaming accessories like gaming headsets and third party Xbox controllers, but also published games like Steel Rising and Blood Bowl Three and the American style football game with the with the uh, token uh, medical fantasy, snuck into the press release and then do another release date, and they moved from the window into 2022. With no specific month or quarter given, on May 24th, 2022, the game official Twitter account announced that the Set in Stone release date to September 1st of 2022. And then with the Nintendo Switch release hitting stores on November 30th. As of September approached, the official Twitter account again tweeted news of a delay. And this game is pushing Gollum back to a few months. Okay, a vague release window to be sure, especially considering the game is no more concrete day to day than the previous announcements. A few months came and went, and now instead of an announcement of the immediate release, okay, they announced another delay, and this time promising the game will launch sometime in the first half of the fiscal 2023 to 2024. That has set the window between April and September of 2023. That is yet again another vague release window, this time spanning five months, the announcement. Like, do you see a, a running theme here with these game companies? Like, we say it every freaking week, man. If you know when your game is done, don't announce anything. Don't just shut up because one delay goes to two delays, goes to three delays, goes to five delays, goes to 
laughing stock. No one's buying your game. No one's interested in your game. They're going to wait for it to be in a bargain bin because there's been so many problems. And they're like, why is it taking so long? You announced it in 2021. And now it's coming out in 2023, potentially 2024. Okay. This is just yet another game to go. Eh, whatever. What do you think, Sarge? It's, it's, it's attached to the fact that the money that they owe, whatever investors had given them money, right? If you, if you look at the dates that they give when they do a delay, it's usually a date that coincides with either the end of the quarter or the end of the half, the semi-annual uh, shareholder meeting, right? It always has to do with uh, when people's money are being checked up on because you have to give a quarterly, right? You have to give your report. So the, every time they delay a game, you're basically telling the people who invested in you, don't worry, the game will be out by such and such quarter. We have some delays, everything's still working well, but we have to push it to the end of third quarter or end of fourth quarter. It's, it's, it's to keep the people who are invested calm because if it, if it turns into, if you owe a lot of people money and it turns into like a, a Beyond Good and Evil 2 situation, like you're pulling your stocks out. Like you don't care, right? Right. People who invest in video game companies aren't investing because they love the company, right? They they see how much money a video game can make, right? Look at the numbers. You see what can, what is possible. So people who are investing are looking for short term games because if you're talking about a game release, you're talking about eighteen months away. So your investment now looks like an eighteen month investment, which turns into maybe a two or three year investment. And those people don't want to hang their money out. They want to pull it out and do something else with it, right? It's become completely corporatized, right? It's not about the game. It's not about putting a group of people together to build art and a product that they can be proud of and to deliver to the consumer and say, this is what we've come up with. Tell us what you think, right? Instead, it's we have to do as much as we can put the microtransactions in with the battle pass, make sure that we can we can recover any lost revenue that we've had because we couldn't release it on time. Yeah, it, There's a whole list of stuff now. It's not about the game itself. It's not about just, hey, this is what we did, right? Those days are over, right? And, and how many games are you going to look at that do the same exact thing, right? Like exact. It's te it, it's like they're following a, a list, like how to build a crappy game, right? And still make a bazillion dollars. They're just reading from the list, right? Same thing. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I promise you this. We're going to do this. We're listening. It doesn't matter. All that matters to me as a consumer of video games is, is your product finished? Right. Does your product work? And is your product fun? Those are the three things I'm looking for, right? That's it. If it falls into those three categories, I'm interested. But the constant, constant lies about what they're trying to do. Nobody is saying that making a video game is easy. Nobody. We know it's hard. I want, at this point, I want the deepest, darkest secrets of the video game industry to be come out by some investigating reports and us to explain what they go through on a day-to-day -day basis, what it is to code for a video game, like an insider aspect of what it actually takes. 
that would settle all of this and everyone would be like, okay, well, we get it now, right? But until then, you can't tell me a game is in development for 10 years. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows when it's going to be done. Yeah. Nobody knows what's in it. Like, you you got to be kidding me, right? Like, if I'm an investor and no one knows shit and the game has cost $300 million, you guys are fucking out of your mind. Excuse the language. You're out. Makes no sense. <clears throat> All right. From, I was just going to say that, Water. Water says Xbox devs put this on Game Pass. This game has to start negotiating with PlayStation and Microsoft to go, hey, uh, we were going to delay this game more, but you know what? We just want to release it. Can you give us money up front? We'll just put it on Game Pass or your, or, or your streaming service. It's a shame. It's a shame. I said, who who asked for a Gollum game anyway? Right? Like, when you think of Lord of the Rings, I want, like, large-scale battles. I don't want to control Gollum sneaking around. Right? But, hey, each their own. All right? Uh, next story... Uh, Tom Warren uh, on Twitter comes out and says that Microsoft quarter two 2023 earnings are out. Xbox hardware revenue down 13%. Gaming down 13%. Xbox content plus service down 12%. The cloud 63.2 million Microsoft 365 consumer subscribers and Windows OEM revenue down 39% and the devices down 39% as well. So that's just a quick glance, but Obviously, what we're in twenty twenty three now, twenty twenty two. So year over year, they're not hitting their marks. But but what Sarge said it before the show. He's like, I want to see what the money is. Like, what money did you make? Right? Because they're not making their thirty nine percent. But that's year over year, right? So of course, yeah, right. if they made a crap ton Anytime, of money last year, right? They, Anytime you read stuff like that, you have to understand you're looking at year. They always do that with year over year, right? They say a 30% drop-off. Yeah, it's a 30%, 39% drop-off because the last two years, nobody went to work. Right, we're all And everybody was yeah. home, yeah. right? <clears throat> show me the numbers from 2018 and 2019 and show me the numbers now. Then we'll talk. Always got to do this, Sarge. Always then we'll go talk. Straight up. No, no, then we'll talk. Like, I don't, I, I can't, listen, I can't listen to that kind of stuff anymore, Right. Everybody bases their business off of the last year. Like it like every year is the same, right? Well, last year we did 200 people. This year we only did 100. Right. The economy is going in the crapper. Did you look at anything else around that happened during that time period or is it immediately because it's all over? Like no, stuff happens, life happens, things change. People in the area change. Uh, the monetary values in the area change. People move in and out. You got a whole different demographic of people. Maybe those people don't like the kind of restaurant anymore. Or maybe the people don't like to go like shopping in that store anymore. They look at it as like, oh my God, we're 39% down. And they get to say that crap out loud to the, all the shareholders to let them know, just so you know, we're not going to make as much money. Todd needs his bonus. Don't worry about yours. We got it covered. Like they talk to you like you're nothing. Right. Like it's it's nonsense, man. It's nonsense. I I want and I want I want a new upcoming group of independent guys, like the guy who made Tunic, the guys who made all these other cool games that came out, Hades, and those kind of studios. And I want those guys to be funded and I want them to go into a different category of gaming, right? I seriously believe that we're on the the actual precipice of having governmental sanctions come into the industry not for bad not for a bad thing but I'll, I'll relate it i'll relate it to 
the 80s, right? And I'll, stay with me for a moment. In the 80s, toys were sold because they made a cartoon about the toy, and the whole point of the cartoon was to sell the toy. Right. Right? That's our entire childhood, bro. That's yeah, how the eighties were, right? Everything you saw on TV Sci was a, it was a show they warriors. sold toys for. Yeah. So basically, you were watching a twenty-two and a half minute commercial for a toy. And by the way, what were the commercials during the show? Toy they were out of the yeah, toy yeah. of the toy of the show you were just watching. Yeah. So basically, thirty minute commercial of an of a, of a product they wanted you to buy. Now. In 1991, I think it was 91 or 92, laws were passed that they called this predatory, right? Same kind of wording, predatory because you are manipulating kids and parents to buy product from just watching TV, right? And so you notice after 91, you couldn't do a show about the toy and sell the toy during the show. Like that stopped. Our entire childhood stopped at that moment, right? Look at the same exact thing in gaming. We are now making a game that's no longer a game. It's a platform for me to sell product to children. Right. And the product is used in the game that you're playing. It's the same principles. Okay. I think that we are close to where it's going to come out. And Battlefront 2 was the start of it. And I think something else is going to happen where someone's going to notice that this is no longer about selling a video game. This is now about selling a platform that sells kids to give them money. That's basically what this is, right? That's the direction we're headed. That's why so many people are leaving corporate gaming and trying to get their own studios because they don't want to be part of what that is, right? My theory, my theory, but it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. All right. Well, going from that, we're going to go to uh, talk about Hogwarts Legacy for a second. Hogwarts Legacy has over 100 side quests that manipulate the main campaign. Now, in Hogwarts Legacy, Sarge, uh, people are doing early previews. Lots of people are getting content uh, 18 minute long, 20 minute long, 30 minute long. They had two hours to play. Some people had one hour to play. Some people had two hours to play. Uh, <clears throat> and so far, so good. A lot of people that are playing this game are like, it's better than we thought it was. Okay. Now, obviously, they can't show certain things because it's it's a hard thing, and and people can defend on both sides. They'd be like, well, they don't want to show anything because there's something wrong with the game. But the devs don't want these people to show certain things. Like someone went and tried to go into the Great Hall, and they were like, avert your eyes. Like the streamer literally like turned the camera as fast as he could because he didn't know that was going to be where the room was because. You got to remember, in the books, they didn't have to make a floor plan of where the rooms were. And then in the movies, they didn't know what the floor plan was either. They had to create what the book said. This game has literally mapped out everything. So they decided where the, the floor plan was of where the classrooms were compared to the Great Hall. So that's, that's, a, that's a lie. They have the map. They just get the map from Harry. He's got the map of the whole whole place with the invisible footprints running around. They could just use that map and so, find the whole school. So what are you talking when, about? So when they're looking, <laughs> so when they're going through, the people that are playing the game are like, I didn't know that was there. So there's been a lot of flying around the castle, around the grounds, and stuff like that. It looks pretty good. I haven't noticed any kind of major issues. People found the uh, the uh, the Quidditch Stadium. Okay, 
and it has come out. I said this a couple weeks ago when we talked it's about it. Hard to, it's kind of hard to miss, bro. There's, yeah, well, the Quidditch hoops that are 75 feet well, in the air. Quidditch was in the game at some point, but they deleted it or they, they got rid of it. And I'm assuming that they'll put it down the road with some DLC. I've talked about this weeks for now, or, you know, weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, so 100 side quests. And inside here, it says that uh, it says, quote, uh, play, play in any order. And they will impact on how they interact with the main storyline. Okay. So there's lots of ways that you can play the game. It says the main storyline is complicated and engaging and involves a variety of different characters and viewpoints. Uh, Games Radar did an interview as part of Hogwarts Legacy Preview. But by giving the player choice moments throughout the game, uh, we amount, uh, we allow them to tell their own version of the epic story. So you, we said this last week as well. You could play in Slytherin and then Gryffindor, and and when you play that character, based on your choices and what you do, it'll be different, but it'll all come back to the same point by the end of the story. But how that happens throughout the story uh, is different for you each and every single time. Where do I go to get tested to see what house I belong in? Uh, you go to Harry Potter Fan Club, I believe. Is that, what, is that the site? Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up for you real fast. Yeah, I think it's the Harry Potter... I think it's Harry Potter. No, Harry Potter fan. Is it fan club? Wizarding Wizarding World. Yeah. Go to go to Wizarding World. Wizardingworld.com. Is it a quiz? It's a thing. You sign up. They, they get information from you. And you can go to what house you want. And then you can link it up to your, your WB account. And stuff like that. It's an app you can download as well. <clears throat> so you can do that. Uh, but yeah, also they said that a lot of the characters in the game, uh, the people walking around, okay? So this is one of the conversations we had for um, Gotham, right? When Gotham Knights was showing the game, before we knew what the game was, people were saying, well, the streets look kind of empty. We don't know what's happening. You play the game, it's not as empty as you thought. But... In this, you see a lot of kids walking around during the day, and they say at night that if you're walking to a certain place, you might not see those people. Or, you know, there'll be different people there or less people there. And then uh, certain days, as, as the game progresses, it's not going to be like the same group of people in the same spot every single day type of thing. It, they, they, they feel like they're living and breathing and moving around the world. Uh, interactions with lots of these uh, the banter back and forth between the kids and the the uh, the ambient of the pictures and the statues and all this stuff and interacts with you as you get closer. So it really makes it feel like the game uh, is alive. So I don't know. It seems pretty cool. I'm glad it's getting some good reviews uh, or not really reviews. First looks, I would say. Um, the combat, the combat. They didn't mention this before, but now that people got their their hands on it. They said the combat's a little clunky, and they didn't say it was a bad clunky. They just said it was a little hard to get used to because uh, I was worried about this. I said, I don't know if it's going to be automatic, like you push right on the analog stick, and it like kind of like highlights the guys with automatic targeting. For what I heard was there's not automatic targeting, and you have to literally look at that person. So whoever's in the center of your screen is who you're attacking. Also, when you're changing between their spells, the four spells that you have, Sarge, they say it's a little cumbersome because you have to like hold in the trigger and then push left on the analog or left on the D pad uh, and to go to the other four spells. They said it's a little awkward when you do that. And, then, and one of the guys said, 
it feels weird because maybe as you get used to it, it'll feel better. But as of right now, it's a little clunky and it's a little hard to do the combat when you're in the moment, like uh, when you're being attacked from all sides. So you have to like dodge a lot, like roll. So other than that, uh, that's probably the worst I've heard as far as, but they didn't say it was bad. They said the combat feels really good, but it feels clunky when you're trying to switch, uh, switch, um, you know, spells and whatnot on the fly. Cause you can have, I believe t- 16, you can have four pages of the four type of thing, or that's 12. Yeah, that's but, 12. It, yeah but I, I, I do this no, when, I 16. Play, 16. when I play Skyrim, it's the same deal. If I'm using the, if I'm using the normal buttons to play the game, right? The normal buttons. And then you pull the trigger down and it brings up a spell. All it has to be is a radial menu with your thumb on the thing. That's it. That's all it has to be. Right? Radial, pick, right. Left, left and right trigger. Left and right, yeah. radial, pick, let I'm go. Sure, I'm sure it'll be right? fine once it once it comes out. Uh, Gaming Fire makes a note. He says they are playing on a different build without day one patch, so it might be different. Sure, absolutely. Uh, also, they also said that uh, the people that are playing the game now haven't seen anything. They said they haven't seen anything. Like, not the people that are playing. The developers said that the people that are playing the game now, it's completely different. And they said they haven't seen anything. So there's going to be more to the game. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. I'm trying to figure out how to play this. Like, I don't know if people want to watch me on stream and I just kind of like randomly go somewhere or play through the story. And I don't know. I think I might do random story instead because I don't want to ruin it for somebody. So I don't want to do the main storyline. So I might just go explore and go do something i i don't know no, bro you gotta follow if you're streaming you gotta do the you gotta do the campaign and go through it then later on you go do the side quest stuff don't don't do this thing if, if people are watching you play hogwarts and they don't want to be spoiled then pick a different channel like you, we're playing the game <laughs> right that's what we're doing we're yeah. playing the game another thing that i thought was pretty cool is that you have a certain spells that are like blue which are not things that you like learn you already have them unlocked and they and they do certain things. So, for instance, uh, one guy was fighting a guy, and he blew up a bridge. Okay? Now, obviously, you could fly across the, the cavern if you have your broom there, I guess. I don't know how it works when you get it or when you can use it. Maybe in certain sections, you can't get on your broom to go across certain things. But he broke the bridge, and then he walked up to it, and then he did a casting spell, and it put the bridge back together, which I thought was pretty cool. So it got me thinking. I was like, all right, well, maybe there'll be certain puzzles, like like puzzles you have to figure out where, let's say I'm in a dungeon. I can't fly at that moment because I, I can't pull my broomstick. Like, you can't get on your mount type of thing. And you'll have to, like, pull your wand out and put things together, sort of like Legos. like but more, but, but more challenging. Yeah, a little bit more challenging. And they did say there's a difficulty level where you can go with super easy. Or you can make it super difficult, so it doesn't give you any hints or anything like of like that. I like that. I like to figure out what the actual thing is. Now, I would also like, and I don't know if they do this, but let's say someone did it on the super easy, and let's say it was all you gotta do is move that stone rock over there, and then that's it, right? That's the easy mode. But on the hard mode, if someone comes in and goes, all you gotta do is move that stone level over there, and there is no stone level, like the difficulty level goes up, and it completely changes what what it is. So like. There's like four different triggers, you know what I'm saying? Like the trigger would be more difficult, so the person that did it on the super easy, it would be different than the person that did it on super hard. I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I'm very excited more now than I did before I saw the actual stuff. So um, <clears throat> real quick, Sarge, did you see any of the de- developer direct stuff? Did you see any of the stuff? No, I never went back to see the, the review. All right. 
I'm going to go over one game. Everything else we'll talk about another time. I, I know the game that they went over. No, I, I know, but know, I just want details. I, I just want to bring up one game, which is Redfall. Okay, I've never had this happen to me where, like I just said, I was more excited for Hogwarts Legacy now that I've seen more info. Right, I saw more stuff, and I even got more hyped for Hogwarts Legacy. Redfall. As I was watching through the preview, I looked at it and I was like, "I'm less interested in this game now." Like I watched the thing. And I looked at it, and there was this moment during the the video where they showed this lighthouse. They're like, "Oh, you, you you unlock certain things, and you go to the lighthouse." And and while they were showing the lighthouse, they're like, "If you get this lighthouse back, it opens up and it, it tells people to stay away, so you're saving people." I went, "Okay." And then you had to go up there and light the lighthouse. I went, "I know what this game is. I I know what this is. I go, this is Dead Island. This is Dead Island. Red Redfall." is the same type of game as Dead Island, where Dead Island, you're on a zombie island, like you're apocalyptic island, right? And you're trying to survive, and you're going through the story, and you find quest givers, and you have to go on these little quests, and yet, as you're doing it, you're leveling up your, your melee ability, you get the guns, the weapons, they have to repair them and whatnot. That's what you're doing here. You're, but you have superpower type of thing, you have uh, different abilities, you have guns, and you have stakes on them. Uh, there's different types of bosses, and I think they showed a little bit of the end game activity, which is you got to go around the board, you got to collect these skulls. Once you collect these skulls, you summon the god of the vampires that comes out, and I think that's the end game of the game. Like you would, you would keep running around. I don't know. I looked at this, and I was less interested in Redfall than I was before. We didn't know much about Redfall. Now we know more about Redfall, and I'm like, eh. I'll play it. Do you know why, Sarge? Uh, hit it. <laughs> oh, I'm, on, I'm on the wrong screen. Yeah. Hit it. I'm, I'm on the wrong screen. Uh, but yeah, it would be this. It, it's because it's on Game Pass. Boom. Game Pass. All right. So I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna play it. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think it'll be fun. But I think the co-op in that game is just gonna really irk me because again, we we talked about this last week. If I play it by myself, Sarge, for two hours, and then you come on board, uh, and I join your game, I got to play the same two hours that I just played in my game. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. Did you watch any of the footage of Redfall, or no? You didn't even watch that either. You don't, you don't know anything about the the new footage that we saw. The only one I was interested in that I went back to watch a little bit of the video was I'm I'm ashamed to even say it was ESO. Okay. 20 do you get all the dlcs i know i'm bored and hogwarts is two weeks away do you know how much time i can kill in aso in two weeks a lot you could do a lot travis with all says, the stuff with all the stuff unlocked travis says but but dead island was awesome so what's your point um dead island is just a mediocre game at best it's a mediocre game it's not saying you can't have fun with it but uh i think redfall is just going to be a mediocre game i don't think it's going to be like blowing anyone's like shoes off you know what i mean like it's just it's just it doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything awesome maybe it does sarge's sarge's list of three sarge's list of three is it done is it does it work does it work is it fun is it fun there you go that's it let's see let's see if deadfall wins i mean sorry redfall let's see if redfall wins (laughs) 
All right, that was the uh, the last story. We do have questions submitted. If you guys don't know what the questions are, or there, you can submit your questions. We'll take as many as we can. Uh, we do have another podcast that we're doing after this one, but it won't be live for you guys. Uh, Todd the Gators in chat. Uh, he has a podcast called Guardian Down uh, Podcast. Uh, so we've been guests on there three times, four times, I think. Uh, and this will be the, the our next. Uh, so when he's done editing it and posting it, I'll let you guys know. Uh, so it's a good time every time we go on that podcast and talk with uh, Hazel and, uh, and Gator. All right. First question, Sarge. Elite from Texas says, do you think you uh, th- that you there should be some laws or some type of government power to watch gaming companies on selling gamers a finalized product game? For example, what's being made for the game on release? It, it's a tricky subject. I don't want to get into into the wire here, but. I look at I've looked at it for quite a while now. I see the similarities between the 80s commercials and toys and what is happening with gaming right now. So to me, I wouldn't say it has to be outside government influence. I think it has to be grass grown, everyone's tired of it and says we're done and we need to change this. That's what needs to happen, right? But once again, a lot of lobbyists are fighting the guys in government. We already seen it happen from, from the loot box debacle, how they how they use their verbiage in court to make it seem like they're kinder eggs and all this other kind of BS that they keep talking about. Eventually, it's going to come to the forefront that the way games are being sold, it's not selling a game. Right. You are being sold a platform that then charges you to play. That's what it is. And if you're and if I if I mix that sentence in with children, because let's be honest, even though we're older gamers who still play video games, even though we, we probably shouldn't, but it's a hobby that I love. Okay. This is still about children, right? An adult knows better. He just has the money to throw. A child does not. And it's the same kind of predatory advance. So I don't want to say direct government involvement, but eventually. Some congressman, some lawyer, somebody's kid's going to ring up the credit card bill so high to the wrong person, and it's going to start the dominoes. It, it's it's going to happen because we can't keep going down this road. It, it doesn't make sense because what it looks like now is it's either microtransactions, skins, and whatnot, or you give me $30 a month to play video games. Those are the two options. That's where we are. I... I think there should be something because this is the only industry. I talked about this earlier today. It's the only well, industry that bare minimum the BBB. Yeah, that, the bare minimum. That, that is the only industry that if something's wrong with the game or something's broken the game, we're just like, yeah, it's okay. If anything else, your cell phone, your car, your 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 freaking sandwich that you bought at the store, right? You're like, my sandwich. Someone took a bite of my sandwich and you and you return it. Like you get upset about it, right? Your phone's broke. Something's broke. You want to get your money back or you want. A replacement with video games we're just like yeah it's broke oh, don't worry day one patch uh week one patch uh month one patch year one patch don't worry about it it's gonna fix i had fun i had fun that's great right but there's no protection for the customers besides the two-hour play thing okay well if the company can make the best game in two hours and then two hours in one minute it breaks that's a problem right that's that's a problem so there needs to be some sort of protection plan uh Next question. Travis says, so what you're saying is 
uh, it was uh, all just a, a publicity stunt. I agree, just making sure I'm on the same page. I think he's talking about the day before, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Travis. Is that is that correct? You were talking about the day before? Yeah, I think it was just a, it's a big publicity to get them to get uh, 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 investors and then to get them, make a name for themselves. But they're they're ruining it. They're tarnishing their name as they go. Next question is Krebsy says, do we ever see the day before or will the devs just run with the money? No, no, we'll get a game. Just like with Star Citizen's not out yet. Right. It's been 10 years. Just like uh, Fortnite was in beta for two and a half years. Just like uh, DayZ was in beta for the longest time. You'll you'll get it, but it won't it won't be a complete game. What do you think, Sarge? Uh, I think it's a new scam on the block, right? And and where where are they based out of? If there's if the laws in their country don't say anything is wrong with it, then it doesn't matter. You know I, what I mean? I think they're in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So if if they're in a country where doing this type of thing doesn't isn't really like a crime, then it, nothing will happen. Yeah. They just collect money. Right. Right. Uh, next question, Krebsy again says, for the first outing since Microsoft hasn't released a game in 400 plus days was yesterday's event. A good start. Is that true? For the first outing since Microsoft hasn't released a game in 400 plus days, was that yesterday? Was yet yesterday? Was that true? They haven't released a game in over a year? First party title? I mean, I, I, I'd have to check myself, but it sounds correct. Well, okay. Well, the question is, was the event yesterday a good start? I mean, I, I think it is. I think the event that they showed with the five games, I said in my stream this morning, I think they should do it once a quarter. Once a quarter, they should do an event like that to show us. Uh, it, they don't have to give a, to me, they don't have to give release dates, right? They can just show a game and be like, hey, here's Fable, and here's our concept of Fable, uh, and we, we want to show you some gameplay of Fable. Oh, uh, here's uh, Hellblade 2. We want to show you some gameplay of Hellblade 2. We're really excited to show you more stuff down the line. We just don't have the time to tell you, right? You know what I mean? Like, just kind of show us. Like, hype us up a little bit instead of not doing anything. What do you think, Sarge? Do you think the event yesterday, you didn't watch it, so do you think those events like that are good or for, for well, guess, gaming in general? It's just kind of like a little bit of a, hey, we're still here kind of thing. It's not really like a deep dive into the game itself. Nobody cares that you're making a game and you gave me a date. What we care about is you showing me gameplay. The game is a month out. If you want my pre-order, you want my money, I want to see your game. Right. Right? I don't want to see a scripted session of people talking so cringe to make me believe that you're playing the game, but it's not really the game. I want actual gameplay to be shown and just talk about your game. If you can't do the bare minimum of just show me your game and talk about it, then I question everything I see on TV about your commercial, the magazine adverts, and anybody else who gave a review copy who has an MDA who can't say anything, right? I question all of it, right? If you care about your game and you want to sell it, the first thing you would do is show your game and talk about it, period, right? Like, I don't know, Hogwarts is. Yeah. No. Here's the game. We're talking about it. Like, if you're not doing the bare minimum, I, I, I don't care about day one. I don't care about day one, week one, month one. I don't care about any of it anymore because two reasons. 
One reason is the game's digital. I get it whenever I feel like it. It's not like it's 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 a rare game, right? And if if I ever buy a game day one and I see it on sale 30 days later for half off, yeah, right? I'm retarded. <laughs> Period. That's happened right? a bunch. That's so there's, there's, there is no reason there is look, listen, my my adrenaline junkie needs for gaming is not on a level that I have to get a game out day one because I think someone's gonna ruin it. Right. Because if I don't get to it first, someone's gonna ruin it. I care the list of three and hit it. I care about the uh, other one. Uh, hit it. Hold on, I, I, care, game I care about the list of three game, game and I care about that. <laughs> That's it. That's all I care about. Yeah. Um, I'm not giving you any pre-order money. What am I stupid? The, the oh. next, the next question. We got, we got to move on. The next question is, uh, by Krebsy again, is Bogota getting tired for making so many trips in the past year? Yeah, he's well, he's not getting tired. He's dead, so he's 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 fine. He'll make plenty of other. Uh, here, he's making he's making an appearance right now. Here you go, Bogota. You've been Bogota. Coming back, he's he's here all the time. The Bogota is so dead that half the half the people who watch this this show don't even know who the hell. That's he right. Is. They're like, who the hell is Bogota? Who is Bogota? <laughs> like, only only a small group of people even know who the hell we're talking about, which makes it hilarious because even something that's dead and gone, you still don't care. Yeah, you don't know who it is. <laughs> and the last question is by Brandon. He says, "Have you guys watched The Last of Us?" And are you enjoying it? My answer is H yes. HBO. It's great, and I follow I'm following the game very well. Here is my answer. Did you watch, I, did you watch the HBO one? I have not seen it yet. Okay. Okay. Have I, I haven't watched it. Yeah. Okay. I, I I was told it was good. It's decent. I I hear it's got. I hear I hear it's great. I hear it's fantastic. I hear people are 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 really liking it. Okay. I've also watched other shows that I thought were good, great, and as I continued watching it, it it turned to actual actual human feces okay as i was watching the show so i'm not saying that last of us is going to go that route but i would rather wait for all the shows to come out all the episodes to come out and if they're all great and i hear great things about it then i will watch season one when get this when season two is out and season two is all done because I don't think this is going longer than two seasons. I think this this show's gonna get canceled after season two. I think they're gonna fall off the edge. Uh, I I feel like this is just one of those shows that because is they're gonna, gonna have to, they're gonna chase the Walking Dead. They're gonna chase that. Kind I, of I thing. think I think that they are going to go completely off off the, script from what the game was, and they're I gonna think have they're, to. They're gonna go completely different, and it's gonna fall off, and people are gonna be upset about it. So I'm just gonna wait. I'm not in any rush. I got plenty of other shows that I haven't watched and, and whatnot. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna wait and sit back and uh and, and wait for it. What about you, Sarge? You, are you interested in it? Uh I, we don't have I don't have HBO anymore. I don't care. Uh listen, anything anything that's really good that I miss, I buy. Right. Like literally buy. Like Clone Wars was amazing, right? I waited and then I bought the whole series. Right. And I love every minute of it. Same thing. With Rebels, did the same thing. I waited, told me it was good. I waited, buy the whole series. I do the same thing with a lot of stuff. I just wait, right? You know what else is good? I, I know you're not into D and D, but Amazon has Vox Machina, the animated the animated show of their actual D and D campaign. Oh, do they? It's actually very good. Okay, I'll have to watch that. 
Uh, Brandon says they already said they're doing three seasons. All right. Well, if season two is great, then I'll I'll start watching because hey, even better. If they're doing three seasons, I'll wait till all three seasons are done and then I'll watch the whole thing. Right. I did that with Cobra Kai for the I, I waited for like three seasons and then I watched seasons one, two, and three, and then I went into four. Right. Oh wait, if it's good, it's good. It's, if it's good, it's not going anywhere, right? And if it's bad, well, then there was no point to watch it. So, Credit says the director of the game is directing the show, and there's more hope in it than other shows. Well, okay. The last cutscene of Avengers should be Thanos and Vagoda's face. I I'm inevitable. <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll work on it for when we when once September 30th comes and and Avengers is actually done. I'll I'll put I'll put Thanos with him snapping with Vagoda's face. I think that's probably the, the natural transition. That I think to to be to me be, be more watchable to the younger crowd. I think we should change Vagoda into Thanos snapping and getting rid of a game. I think that it also would also work. Right. Because not only does the game disappear, but the game is never talked about ever again. Right. <clears throat> Mantis says the creators said they're not interested in fluff and they believe in endings, and they aren't chasing The Walking Dead at all. All right? I mean, I'm not giving any shade to the actual show. I, I just said I'm not watching it, so I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I, I know he said they're going to do The Walking Dead. But, but you know what I'm saying, right, Mantis? Yeah, yeah. Like, The Walking Dead was really good. Yeah, because it made a lot and of money. Then, and, and then it kept stretching. The Walking and then Dead they, wasn't it, supposed to be 11 seasons. Okay? Right, and then it, they kept milking yeah. and changing it. And then, then the one show stopped, and another one started, which made no sense, and then... Yeah. That one was the same show, just with different people. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. But money, money talks, bullshit walks, right? So right now, Last of Us, they say they're only doing three seasons unless they make a good show. And then, you know what? Uh, then they go to the Game of Thrones route, where the, the first couple seasons were fantastic. And then it gets, it gets, it gets uh, you know, worse and worse as it goes. But we'll see. All right. That's going to do it for Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 341 is in the can. We do appreciate you coming out. If you, if you Before you leave, hit that like button. We'd like to thank you very much for hitting that like button. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can uh, become a member as little as $5. That gets you all the emotes on our channel. It's shout-outs and whatnot. And I also prioritize uh talking and uh, you know seeing questions by you guys in channel i i try to read all your guys stuff but uh it, you know other than that you can also link it up to your discord and we have conversations over in discord as well uh all the podcasts will be slowly and surely back up on itunes uh google play spotify anchor.fm uh i'm slowly converting the last 10 episodes over to audio formats uh other than that i do appreciate you very much and we'll see you guys on the next one Take care. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.